Hello, I'm the DM, and you're listening to Campaign 2 of Fools and Flagons, The Tales of Archeron. So grab your drinks and raise your glasses. It's time for the Fools and Flagons podcast. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to Fools and Flagons, a tabletop campaign made up entirely by me, where the players do dumb things and I try to make sense of it, and tonight, we're back on the Tales of Archeron. So, uh, what's that face for? Don't make that face. Hmm. Uh, gonna go ahead and get uh, the announcements out of the way so that we can get into the fun part of the night. Uh, we live stream our D&D campaigns every Friday on Twitch, alternating between the Tales of Archeron and the Storm King's Chaos. DM'd by that guy down there who's not paying attention. Oh, there he is. Uh, uh, both are available to watch again on our YouTube channel or to listen to in podcast form on most major platforms a week later. On top of streaming D&D on Fridays, we also stream a variety of games during the week with Pez Plays and on the weekends with Metallurgy Magic. If you like what we do and you'd like to support us at all in any way, shape, or form, uh, please consider our coffee page. Links can be found down below. It's coffee.com forward slash fools and flagons. Uh, all proceeds from the donations and memberships go straight back into making Fools and Flagons an even better experience. And it really does help keep the podcast alive and well. And as you might have seen in our new intro uh, tavern scene, if you do support us with a membership on... There's a gnat. And he's gone. Uh, then you can show up and be part of the tavern. Uh, donations are never required, but always very, very, very much appreciated. Uh, it really does help keep the podcast and everything we do alive and well. Uh, we do want to thank you if you're watching us live on Twitch uh, for your follows, subscriptions, and bits. Oh, you got away. Um, unfortunately, we will not be able to uh, address those verbally as we're playing just so that we don't interrupt the flow of the game. But uh, these four down here will probably not be paying full attention and we'll have plenty of time to reply to you in chat. What? See? <laughs> so, um, with all that being said, are there... Any announcements that anyone might have? Join us in the Discord. We're lonely. We're not that lonely. But we are always looking for more people to play games with. So if you are interested in playing stuff, uh, games outside of D&D, you're more than welcome to join. The link should be down below in the description if you're listening to this or watching us live. Just look down below the video or where you're listening and information's in there. Um, fun fact, in two weeks... It will be Fools and Flagons' fifth anniversary. Hooray! Wow. Yeah. We'll be giving away five million dollars in pretend money. <laughs> in Monopoly money. I'm gonna have yes. to go buy Can so it... many boards of Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just ask Metal. <laughs> yeah, with this loonies and toonies and other <laughs> things. Loonies and toonies and goonies. Oh my. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, looks like so far this year, I'm only going to miss one session of D&D, and that's for a football game in the middle of October. But well, football's dumb. Mm. I enjoy football. Football. And it's 200 bucks that I get, so. Okay, football's not that dumb. <laughs> so. I am officially going to be missing one and a half so far. I'll try to keep it to, to Oh, that yeah, that's minute. right. You did come back after the break on that one once. <laughs> yeah, but I will be missing another in not this upcoming week, but the next. And I've never missed any of them ever. So far. Okay. I don't feel like I've missed any. 
Well, good for you. <laughs> I'm happy you have such a stable schedule. It's okay. <laughs> At work, they try to get me to take a new position, and they're just like, you can't have any days off requested. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, I, no. I still show up even if I can't talk. Yeah, she gets the drawing, dry erase board. <laughs> We're going to have problems here because I can't read. <laughs> I can't read. happen a couple times. <laughs> well, with no other announcements uh, to be said, grab your drinks and raise your glasses. It's time for Fools and Flagons. Water. Go! It's also, I don't know if I've ever shared this uh, coaster oh. that I have. I like it. He's got six. For those who can't like read it or see it, the dice giveth and the dice taketh away. Surprisingly, it actually showing up quite easily to read. Yeah, I have another one in the living room that I don't use because um, it's, it's laminated. It's kind of, not the laminated. Yeah, it's it's though. laminated. It's kind of slick, so I don't like having like my stuff on it around my electronics. But it says, uh, "Beware the smiling DM." Very true. Also, there should be an amendment made to that coaster. It should be the dice giveth to Zach and taketh away. From <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, you can oh, burn shit. wood. Hook a brother up. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Damn, I want that as a birthday present for Ian. <laughs> Monic. So. I forgot to open up Seerscape. Speaking of, picking up where we left off last time, Shirahama has been slain. Yeah. Venera reclaimed her mink, her mink Kione, her and meat. Kasumi <laughs> finally obtained the medallion she'd been accused of stealing so long ago. The Tempest settled their deal with Silverpaw and then traveled to Harpermere using the gateway ring that Brick had in his possession. Suave decided to go with the Tempests and an attempt to lay low for a while, which uh, went about as well as you would expect. Especially if you consider that um, Kasumi and Pez started blabbing to King Damien that they had brought a pirate into his kingdom, and uh, he was understandably miffed about it. Look, we were being honest. But, <laughs> so far, the king seems to be ignoring Suave's presence in lieu of the Tempest's prior reputation. Venera received word from Nefeli that her presence was urgently needed back in the Misty Pass, and convince Suave to help her get there. We rejoin the Tempest now, after a night of revelry, to see their longtime companion off in the morning, and to begin preparations for traveling halfway across the world. So, the world people begin preparation for world. Preparation H. Oh. <laughs> so, the early morning light seeps in through the curtains and the windows of your long-used wagon home. You are already hearing movement downstairs. Pez, you are woken up not terribly early. They're not being too loud, but there are voices rummaging around in the downstairs area as you come to consciousness. Um, am I still with level one exhaustion, or is that gone now? Uh, if you only had the one point of exhaustion, then when you took a long rest, you wouldn't lose it okay good go go away exhaustion do we do we all hear this yes who's talking doors swing open the library just <laughs> 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 
you thump your way downstairs and you see um, the Kenku fellow that you had been adventuring with is sitting in one of the chairs with his boots up on the table, leaned back on two of the chair legs, and seems to be just slowly rocking back and forth as he's watching Venera pace back and forth. There's a uh, bag by the front door and seems to have been waiting for all of you to wake up. I have no idea where I would be sleeping. Hmm. In a bed? Brick, Brick goes into a cabinet, grabs a pot and a pan, starts clanging them together. Wake up! You see Pez both Venera... Like what? Pez does not like this. <laughs> you see... Um, a you rock see character. Both Venera and uh, Suave put their hands to their ears and just shooting, looking daggers at you, Brick. Venera even speaks up. What are you doing? Waking Zon up. Go do it somewhere else. What are you I walk upstairs, and as soon as I get to the top, I immediately commence the clanging again. Why is he like this? I don't know. He's your friend. I don't like this. I already downstairs at this time. Zahn has been apparently sleeping up in the tower and comes down groggily. Uh, yeah, if you've come down, then you could be there. Okay. She's just I'm also like... going to punch Brick's shoulders while I walk past him. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I see Zahn, I, I stop and wait till he gets closer, just flying right, right one more time in his face. Ow. Had there, to do it right by the ears, huh? Yes. Is there a carpet in the hallway? <laughs> I'm curious, out of curiosity. Uh, in the hallway, yeah. no. There's a rug down in the uh, main area. Okay, Zon's going to walk downstairs and start shuffling <laughs> on the rug. Ah. I see where this is going. <laughs> Pez can't do that. <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, Zon is shuffling his feet on the rug, doing laps. Venera is kind of waiting for you all to come down. She kind of gives a big, heavy sigh and. Well, it's about time uh, we go find the ship we're going to be sailing on. Um, how are we going to stay in contact if we uh, need divine intervention? Well,. Yeah, Zahn. I was about to say, Zahn's just staring at Pez as he slowly shuffles slower on <laughs> the carpet. Like, oh, he's just guessing. shuffling menacingly. <laughs> Less chaotic evil divine intervention. I, I, Kasumi just like, she's got her finger in her ear. She's like, I have the book that Veneera gave me. Is anyone else's ear ringing? What? I ears. <laughs> I, I don't even have ears either, but mine, my holes are ringing. Did he bang um, the pads in your ears too? The pots? Yes. Um, but yeah, I have the book. <laughs> it's at this point. DM, I need a ruling. Oh, okay. Is this lightning damage? 
Static electricity? <laughs> and like one point of lightning, I would assume. Regardless, DM, is it lightning damage? Uh, I need to know what you're doing. Static electricity. I'm aware of that. What is your intention with it? Well, whenever I deal lightning damage, I can choose to shove somebody ten feet in the direction away from me. I'll allow it. Son's <laughs> gonna shovel, 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 stop. Look at Kasumi, grin, walk up to Brick. <laughs> Just fucking poke his arm. And okay. fucking... Is there a save, a... or I'm just yeet? <laughs> no, you're just yeet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ten, ten feet. So, uh, Zahn goes over, shuffles up, pokes Brick in the chest. You go flying back, crash into the staircase leading upward, thump down a few steps, and you're just like, ow. <laughs> I... I, I Lift my finger up, point it at Zahn. I need you to make a strength saving throw. You'll probably okay. succeed, but I would just want to see. Uh, plus three, that'd be a 15. Oh, you finally failed! <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you also go flying back. Uh, a less impressive uh, five feet, I think? Yeah, five feet. <laughs> I'm assuming you're, you, you used your telekinetic, telekinetic shove. shove. Yeah. So, Zahn, you're... With all your shuffling, your fur started to kind of foof out quite a bit. And once you discharge, it slowly started to kind of dissipate. And then you get shoved by this wall of invisible force. And all your fur goes... And you... Back a little bit. Didn't particularly hurt, but you definitely just... Mind was cooler. Regardless. You guys yes. done screwing around because I kind of have to go. Ah. Sorry, Gus. Mine apologies. So, how long you gonna be gone? I don't know. I mean, getting there is gonna take some time. And then whatever she needs me to do is what I need to do. She begins going around and giving you all hugs, starting with Kasumi. Squeeze. Please. Ten bucks on the last. <laughs> no, I think we're tied for that spot right now. <laughs> she goes to uh, Pez next, then Brick, then Zon. I give her a big Viking hug. <laughs> Brick, who's not used to physical contact, is just like, pat, pat. <laughs> Someone's well, gonna walk over to Suave after this. Uh, as the hugs are being given, Suave has gotten up and is moving towards the doorway where his own uh, stuff is waiting to go. Yeah, he's still gonna walk up to Suave. Yeah, I'm just letting you know that that's roughly where he is. I'm gonna lean over. So, Suave. Yeah. Just for out. For warning, Kidal did say if anything bad were to happen to her, he'd probably kill whoever is responsible for allowing it to happen. Well, I'll just yes. let him know it was your fault. No, she's going with you. All you. Yeah, but 
you let her go with me. Therefore, your fault, little man. Makes a point. That's a point. Zahn pulls out his rope of kidnapping. <laughs> you mean a rope? Yes. <laughs> what are we trying to do here? But I can't let him take her. If I die. <laughs> no, you're going to let him take her. I've got to fight two people. Okay, who else is on board for not letting him take her? As you, as you start saying this, Venera just walks up, hand to the side of your face, shoves you out of the way. Move. I think she can decide for herself. She steps out of the wagon with Suave behind. She looks back. Apollo is running alongside her, and so is Kione. Um, you hear a low, rumbling sound from the side as uh, Cassie comes over and just kind of has that sense, or maybe she informed your uh, animal companion that she was leaving. Gives her enough of a nudge with her nose that she actually is like lifted off her feet and shuffles to the side a little bit before she catches herself. Well... Be safe. Good luck. Hopefully I'll see you guys again soon. Well, it has been fun. Good luck. Hello. Hmm? Yes, well. Avisa and half I'm sure you'll be fine with Zahn healing you. Maybe. Well, you know how to get a hold of us. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. And she starts heading on down to the docks. Safe travels. Goodbye. She Bye. Turns, she turns around a few times, waving each time she does, until eventually she turns a corner. And it's gone. So what's the plan? Yeah. You stomach and say goodbye really loud. It's <laughs> with all the loudness today. <laughs> I don't like my holes. Don't like this. I just look at Kasumi. Did you not get the memo? What memo? That she was leaving? She already left. Oh no! The loudness memo. Oh. Oh. That's probably because it was just between me and Zon. It was? What? I never got some memo. I, I... I was just making a joke. Well, you should make better jokes. It was terrible. Yeah, you're terrible I knew it then. <laughs> Not my fault. <sighs> yeah, so, um... So you need to... I assume you're looking up the name of the carpenter dude. Me? No. I, I missed no, no, the question. Him. Oh. Zach.
Seems I like didn't write it down. I just I was trying to figure out how long you said it would take. Oh. And I just I don't seem to have any notes on it. I'm really pretty damn sure I remember taking notes on it. The wrong book. You're asking the about today? how long it would take to craft the mouse. Craft the yeah. yeah. I believe he said it would take a couple of days. What was his name again? Uh, scrolling up, scrolling up. Mm. Nope, that's not him. Uh, Smedley. I believe the plan is to help Smedley finish the uh, ship. The part ship anchor thing. There are ship mounts for the part, so that it just not... Right. The mounts. Okay. Uh charter a ship or ask the king for one or whatever we feel like doing and then off to Aslan do we need to actually like get in contact with someone or are we going to call in a favor with um, the super mayor yeah I don't don't think you asking for the super mayor would be a good idea right now you might want to let you know me or brick, or anybody but you probably asks a favor. <laughs> Not that you aren't fantastic or anything, but you might have upset the super mayor a little bit last time via bizarre. I take offense to that. You can take offense all you want. It does not mean that it's not true. <laughs> well, if we're going to be going back a boat. Probably need to buy some offerings for Seto. And also remember her. Apparently, Shirahama was one of her favorites, and we kind of killed her. So. We have some amends. How do we do this offering to this water god? Yeah, you don't, first off, backing up to that chick, you don't call her coyote. Such a very bad... Oh, yeah, don't do mojo. that. Don't, don't do that. What? They're, they're omnipotent. I thought they were all everywhere at once. I will throw you off the boat if you do that again. With love, of course. Matt, also, I, I thought... I'm doing this for your own she... good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, thought... I'm doing this for our own good. <laughs> I thought Suave uh, was in her good graces as well, so they'd like cancel each other out. But he's Just... not with us anymore. Yeah, but we helped him. I sailed on uh, the sea, made offerings all the time. It's listen, listen, listen. You guys don't have to get the offerings then. Then I will. Just because I've already pissed off enough gods in my lifetime, and I'd rather not do it again. Are you getting sassy to me about gods right now? Yes, I am. And she puts her hands on her hips. You I got two gods, to... and they both like me. Yeah, I have one god, and she's dead. Missing. Yes, son, I'm very sorry to hear that. I'm. I know that's really. It's really bad. But I'd rather not make a bigger problem. I mean, we get offerings. That is no problem. Valuable items can be offerings. Oh, we just throw money into the ocean. You can throw money into the ocean as well. It all works the same way. 
I will. Mm. All right. While while you guys go work on the boat, mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if there's a place nearby where you're working on it to see if I can find a trinket. Pez. Yeah. Why do you not help? Um. Kasumi find some things that are shiny that you would like and use that as your offering. I thought I was going to work on the boat since I have all the, the, the tinkering know-how. And well, you can cool. definitely help us, but if it's nearby, it will take only a small minute to get something. And that way you can make up for anything that you might have done previously. Since it will be more personal of the offering. All right. It, it should help me, though. I don't want to stray too far because um, as, as nice as the people here are, um, I don't want to go alone. All right. Do you need I'll, me to go? Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, so you can okay. protect Kasumi since she's all together. I don't have to worry about asking the god lady Yvonne to escort people maybe as a special favor. And it's win-win. Your girlfriend? I thought she was your escort, so why would she escort other people? So just stares and bends. <laughs> like... I don't need to blink, so I can win this staring contest. I just lick my eyeballs. I have to blink. Yes. Well, if we're all ready, um, I think we can go head out to the boatyard. And that is, well, if we don't go, yeah. that's a boat yard. Going to the carpenter. Yes, so the oh, carpenter is the answer. Well, I'm actually, if going. you think about it, we can all just look for something as we walk there. Okay. How about that? True. This is four times the security. Alrighty. Let us. Schnell. Schnell! Okay, <laughs> so you all schnell away. <laughs> Snail. Snail uh, away. <laughs> so you uh, you head on down into the lower district where Smedley's Wood Workshop is. Um, and sure enough, the old Furbolg is out there. He still has your one mounting widget stuck uh, on the ground beside him. And you can see he's got a, a fair few tools that are kind of laid out beside it. it. looks like some yardsticks just laid next to it so that he can kind of keep an eye on it and uh, use it as a visual reference. Um, he sees you coming towards him from a distance, and uh, while still using one hand to, to work the wood, he's waving with his other one. And once you get within earshot, he goes, Good morning. 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 There's more of you today. Time. Yes. So? Oh. Yes, this is the rest of the uh, javelin group. Oh. Hello. Hello. Smedley, this is Kasumi and... Oh, wait, you already met Pez. This is Kasumi and Kasumi, this is Schmedley. Hello, (laughs) Schmedley. Hello. It's good to meet you. So All I can I, think of is, am I not turtle enough for the turtle club? <laughs> so I have the one that you brought to me. Um, I'm going to be working on carving it out today. You said if you could 
help, then uh, this project would get done uh, just a little bit faster. So Zahn reaches into his bag, pulls out his wood carving tools. Like part way through his sentence, like, and it'd be a little faster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let us um, carve some wood. I am, uh, I'm still missing the, the metal bits. I, I looked to see if they could be used, but mm. they're a bit rusty. That is fine. Well, since we need to start with the wood part, we can do that. The two Kasumi and Ame, or Pez are going to go look for that, so by the time we are done with the carving, Pez is good with the tinkering and can help with the metal bits, because I am not so good with the metal bits. <laughs> uh, DM, can I look at the tools, like kind of look at where he's pointing on the rusted bits, and can I uh, ascertain, would this be a tinkerer's thing, or would this probably need a smith? Uh, it would definitely need to be a smithing thing. This this is not small, intricate things. This is big, like, cast or wrought iron uh, bits of metal. This is meant to hold down your home. Right. That's not something you just be like, Ta-da! <laughs> Is your sticky right. pack on? I will pick up uh, the large, I think they're clamps, technically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe uh, we know someone who, for the right price, could uh, make us new ones of these, so I shall go inquire with him. One, one second, Brick. I want to try something. I've never tried it for this before. The sun's going to cast mending on it. I don't know if mending takes away rust. <laughs> Excellent question. Repairs a single break or tear in an object you touch. This is a broken chain lead, two halves, a broke key, torn clothes. Well, Leave it's not a break or a tear. Th- yeah. This is this is age. This is oxidation. Sorry, this is old magic. <laughs> yes. Oxidization. <laughs> yeah. This is a chronomancy. <laughs> Oh, yes, Chronomancer. He's a bitch. Uh, so, no, mending mending would not work on that. It's worth a shot. Very good thought. All right. Better break. You do that. Pez Kasumi, you go for the offerings. Kasumi, just let me know what would cost. I will cover myself and break. Don't have to give me money. I have money. Okay, fine. Then you can find a nice offering for all of us. Or offerings. <laughs> okay. So the three of them head off, and Zahn, you're left with Smedley, and you, uh. Let us work. You going somewhere? Nine, I am here to help you cough. No, I meant with the offerings. Sounds like you're looking for things for Seto. Yes, we are going to the, um. Aslan. Um. I know where it is. Um, the as Aslan, yes, Aslan. It's a way over. Oh, just east. That's a long time to be on a boat. No, I'm used to being on boats for long periods of time. Oh, I don't like it. And he starts um, chipping and sawing and working the wood. Um, he kind of forgets you're there for a second. He goes, "Oh, um." Woods over there. Grab a log. Let's get one started. Zahn's gonna take his backpack off, take his weapons off, take some of the more restricted parts of his armor off. Okay. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Zahn's gonna start. <laughs> Skull. <laughs> chop, chop. Okay. 
So, uh, Zahn, I need you to make a dexterity check, add your proficiency, since you are a uh, well-trained woodworker. Uh, 13. 13? Um, you, you, feel very, you feel very <laughs> confident, uh, but these aren't your tools. They're not, they're not you-sized tools. They are Fearbolg-sized tools. Uh, this gentleman is easily three to four feet taller than you are. So your, your first couple swings don't quite hit their mark. You're, you're trying to figure out where to place your hands. You're, you're picking up steam, but it's, it's not comfortable. Uh, it takes a little bit more effort for you to get that going. Uh, so the three of you, where are you heading? They can go first if they want. Don't matter to me. Um, Kasumi was just planning on literally just kind of roaming around not too far mm-hmm. um, within sprinting reach. <laughs> well, now, um, hold on. I need you to define Kasumi sprinting or someone else sprinting. That's a big difference. Then Pez sprinting distance. Okay. I mean, I can move 30 feet. <laughs> um... I'm sure but you she's can, just buddy. gonna kind of look, even if it's like a little tent shop, um, like a little knickknack place. She's just trying to find some place that is selling some sort of memorabilia or little trinkets. Um. Yes. So make a uh, make a perception check for me. Okay. And beyond. Maybe beyond. Perception. It's great. I had to put this away because the cat kept trying to get off. Oh. You didn't find any that would, would be a five. <laughs> a five. Uh, you, you step away from Smedley's for a moment and you kind of look up and down the road. You're in kind of the poorer side of the kingdom. There's a lot of houses that are really butted up against one another. You don't really see um, any market stalls or anything. There's just, there's a lot of early morning traffic. Uh, A lot of it is leaving the city to go out for working in the fields and the pastures. Mm. Um, Doesn't look like there's much around. Okay. Shoot. Zahn see them walking around while he's working. They haven't gotten very far. Um, Kasumi, go Faza! She just like looks at you and she's like... <laughs> she gives, gives you the finger. Zahn Not that finger, the, finger, the other finger. finger. <laughs> 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 um, Kasumi turns to Pez. Pez? Mm-hmm. Ever made offerings to your deity? Nope. No? Nope? <laughs> I don't know much about Seto. Besides the fact she's a deity of the ocean and she likes offerings. So. Is that it? What if we go like oceanic offerings? Like. I mean, fish. I'm sure she likes fish. See, then Ugh. my brain works and says if we give offering to her a dead fish, she might be insulted. 
Because we you know, killed fish. That, that might be true. Um, shells, shells are pretty. Shells come from the ocean. Shells are nice. But I feel like it'd have to be a really pretty shell. We were going to die so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I know Vanira bought a lot of gold things. Mmm, shiny stuff. How about a golden shell? Do they make those? I'm sure you could encrust a shell. Sounds like a lot of work. Drip. Um, I'm not sure. She just kind of looks around and she tries not to like this weird stank face, but she's looking around like almost <laughs> disappointed. And she's like, I'm not sure we're going to find what we need here. No, I, I think we may have to look in like more no offense to this area, but a more upper class kind of area. Oh, do you go over to the docks near the ships? You know if they have anything over there? A lot of fish. Doesn't help. Of course. Um, I mean, it may be a long shot, but what if we offer her a ship? But what do you mean, offer her a ship? Like, we, so, okay, hear me out. With our charter, we kill the crew, and then offer her the ship that we now commandeered. Um, like where no, your head he's is? he's on to something. <laughs> I like where your head is, but I think it's a bit too much. Too passionate. The same characters like we know we need to stop killing everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm just falling here. Right. I'd rather not kill people unless absolutely necessary, like a self-defense kind of situation. I mean, I I do have this glove that I got from when we were all high in the sky. It's all sparkly. Wonder if what is, she'd like that. What does it do though? I don't know. It's it's shiny though. I think it. Um, judging by the, the gloves and the uh, amount of fingers it has, I think it's worth maybe about uh twenty five hundred gold. Hmm. Oh, I wonder. Um. Let's fingers? let's go check. I'll check back in with Zon. See how much longer they're going to be. Because if they're going to need you soon, I don't want to preoccupy you for too long. That's fair. I think we're going to have to look in a different area. Because I was hopeful that I'd find a cute little shack shop that had, like, little mermaid statues or something. But no. Nothing. No, there's, there's, there's not too much down here. Okay. Let's, let's just go back to Zon and get an update. You've been gone for roughly 20 minutes. You didn't, uh, you didn't really wander that far. You didn't really look that hard. Hey, you guys done yet? You, you uh, kinda, wood, woodworking takes a while. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you kind of crossed the street. And with that roll, you kind of walked across the street, looked around for a second. It's like, well, I've done nothing and I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> Let's go check on Zon. 
He's literally <laughs> had enough time to take his stuff off, get a log onto the thing, and has maybe half the bark off of it. And of course, you come waltzing back like, You done? You're not. <laughs> What's taking so long? You guys so done. Yes? How's it going? Uh, going? How's findings of, you know, offerings? We ain't done shit. There's, there's nothing over here. Okay. So, Zahn is working the whole time he's doing this. He's not even giving this the pause of, like, he is just <laughs> going at it. So, how about this? You know, why don't you go to a part of town that's a little nicer? Maybe hey. even some visit guys that I'm that not mean? the biggest fan of. No, I don't want to go see him. Whatever, go somewhere that is nicest in oh. here and find us a nice offering for the love of all that is holy. I swear, if I have to pick up for the slack of this... Oh, one second. Excuse oh. you. You have an attitude with me right now. Very, very possible. But regardless... <laughs> that being said, we need to find a nice offering because... Vifanira not being with us, and one of us possibly almost getting us hurt, probably be a good idea to have a nice offer. So that being said, Schmedley! What's wrong with my part of town? No, your, your part of town is very nice, but you do not deal in gold and, you know... <laughs> I still had water in my mouth! I spit it up! I mean, Schmentley, do you know of any trinket shops around here that would sell things that Seto might like? Oh. Yeah, there's this and that. And he points, and it's literally the shop right next to his. Hmm. Swear that wasn't there a second ago. <laughs> oh, I disagree. I believe I saw some of your companions go there the last time you were here. I'm just oh, going to keep working. Real nice tiefling lady. Morning. So, um, so Pescasumi, look, really nice shop next door. Why don't you go take a look and see while I'm working on all of this? And when you come back, probably find something very nice. How about that? Sounds like a plan to me. All right. As you right. two, I'm assuming, go off to that shop. Yes. You You hear only one person is working on the wood. And as you walk away, you hear, What's wrong with my part of town? <laughs> <laughs> Smelly, your place is fantastic. Don't you worry. It's just... One of our party members prayed to the wrong god, and if I want to make sure that we have the good offerings. Let oh. see what that has to do with my part of town. It's just starts like working part. on his stuff again. I like your part um, of town. This brick! <laughs> Should I come back to you so you can compose yourself, or, uh... <laughs> it's fine! <laughs> uh, this is what happens when I don't have a lot of sleep. I get giggly. Where, uh, where, where are you heading off to, buddy? I'm headed off to that cat guy, the, t the short tabaxi guy's smithy. Okay, heading off to the stabbing block. Yeah, that guy. Okay. 
you find your way there pretty easily. It's not that difficult. It's straight up the road, and before you get to the uh, the wall to the um, ooh, excuse me to the royal district, um, you hang a left, go down a little ways, and sure enough, you hear the telltale uh, striking of iron. Head on inside. There's a doesn't look like there's anyone at the desk. The door leading back to the workshop is kind of propped open. Hello? Just hear more hammering. I have money. You hear a hissing sound. <laughs> Sounds like uh, some red hot water, or red hot water. Some red hot water was put into some metal. <laughs> some red hot metal was quenched in some uh, some oil. Or <laughs> I think I might break Zeke tonight. How much have you had to drink? No, I'm I'm just tired, and when I'm tired, everything's just way funnier. Uh, there there's a brief moment, and you you see the shadow long before you see the figure come through the doorway, the short, grumpy-looking cat. He kind of looks up at you from his furrowed eyebrows. What you want? Hello again. Uh, I realize this is probably going to be far beneath uh, your level of expertise, mm. but I would I need some replicas of this. These are no longer a working order. Name your price. Five gold. Done. Oh, wait. Same place. Sorry? You ain't moved. Uh, no. But actually, if you could uh, deliver them down to Smedley's Carpentry Shop, uh, that'd probably be for the best, because he's making the other half of the contraption out of wood for the weights. Hmm. Move real good with wood, that one. And he kind of turns around and just goes back into his shop. <laughs> do you, do you, I'll leave these here for reference. More. Uh, how long will it take? There's no response. You just hear some more banging on metal. I'll come back when the wood's done. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk out the door, close the door. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll circle back to Kasumi and Pez. Are you heading into this and that? Yep. Okay. Uh, you head inside the shop and you see that it's very reminiscent of a smithy, but everything is smaller, more compact. The tools are about half the size or a quarter of the size and everywhere on the shelves and on the tables are small intricate metalwork designs uh, bits of jewelry that don't have gemstones set into them yet uh, little figurines little clockwork mechanisms and uh, in the back turned slightly to the side is a uh, the redskin tiefling woman that uh, I forget which one of you had gone in there and met before I believe it was Pez had gone in looking for tinkering stuff. Um, and uh, she looks up, uh, and she's got these big kind of goggles on that 
they're they're clear, but they look very scuffed. She peels them off and sits them on her forehead, and she goes, "Oh, hi, good morning. What can I do you for?" Good morning. Um, if you would like to uh, do the talking. Oh, yes. Um. Oh, I thought you were telling it to her. It's like you're you're the one supposed to tell me what to do. Hey, um, we are looking for trinkets. Little valuable statues or objects. You're in the right place for that. Preferably aquatic themed. Aquatic themed? We've, we've got a few. Any sort okay. of um, depiction in in particular? I've got some clever little, uh, got a little sea star here. It's sort of made out of chainmail links. Thought it was quite clever, but it's a bit pinchy. We are looking for things like that Seto might like. You see your face kind of fall a bit. Oh, you're looking for offerings. Yes. Well, as I'd normally like my things to be uh, appreciated a bit more, it's also a bit of an honor to have them offered to to her. Um, right, um, well, <laughs> over on this shelf here, I've got some uh, more things made of mostly... Silver and platinum. Um, don't usually work with gold all that much. It's too malleable. Things break too much. Um, you can take your pick. She seems a little bit less excited to sell her things that are just going to end up at the bottom mm. of the ocean. Um, but sale is a sale. And um, mm. there, are, there are a few figurines. There's definitely some uh, sea creature type designs. Um, Sort of what almost look like paperweights, the the rectangular cubist base, and um, like a miniature sea dragon or a ship. Uh, there's a few bits of odds and ends around. How much were okay. you looking to spend to offer to Seto? For dramatic effect. D&D Beyond is a great place where you can keep track of everything. Um, it's true. I mean, she would be willing to drop. How much is each platinum and gold piece again? Uh, each platinum is ten gold pieces. Okay. Pretty sure. She would be willing to drop like the equivalent of five k gold. About how much? Five thousand. Okay. Uh, Again, bed with her. So that'd I be would. about five hundred <laughs> platinum pieces. Um, and you you relay this to her, and she kind of looks around and she goes, "Well, you'd be buying out more than half of me stock doing that. Uh, if you've got the coins, I could take them and make something fairly unique out of them and give it in one." Coined a big lump. I mean, it'd be prettier than a big lump, but it's kind of up how to you. Long, how long would it take you to mold all the all, all that metal into something? Uh, I'd say a day or two. I don't have too many projects yeah. at the moment. Just kind of been fiddling around. Well, and Kasumi's like is you can see her like carefully inspecting like some of the statues and it's it's a little bit more of like an admiration like she's very much like selling this I think her stuff is very pretty 
Um, I'll make a deception check. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she can, but um, (laughs) I wouldn't be asking this much if it wasn't important. And we want to make sure that we have the best of the best. You do make some beautiful pieces. You see her kind of brighten up a little bit at the praise. And she... Well, I do. I know. <laughs> How familiar are you with Seto? We don't get out on the water too terribly much, but uh, being right across the street from one of the temples, it's kind of hard to miss it most times. Okay. Know about as much as the average Joe would, I suppose. Know of an item or a figure or even a sea creature that she she likes the most. Well, I mean, if you're um, if you're willing to spend five hundred platinum on it, I could make a sizable uh, dragon turtle or something like that. One of her bigger beasties. Kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Um. What if, if I gave it to you in gold pieces? Well, it would be a golden sea turtle instead of a platinum one. Do you do a kraken? We could probably make that work. I might have to bring that up to about three or four days just from the malleability oh. of gold. Okay. It's a little um, bit harder to work with. just realized that she doesn't have that many platinum. She just has it in gold pieces. I have, between you and I, I have 287 platinum. I have 288. Hmm. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's for a good cause, and I feel like it would be personal if we got something made for her. Yeah, I'd, I'd be fine partnering with that much. Okay. Do you have a contract or something? She looks back at the shopkeep. Do you have a contract or something we can sign? Because you have to understand that us handing over this amount in just coin without physically having a something in hand just ease my mind to have some sort of contract. Oh, well, that makes sense. Well, se. I, well, I can definitely write something up. Just give me a quick moment. She goes back towards the back of her shop and you see her starting to like kind of pick things up and move them aside she's definitely searching for something and eventually she goes aha you hear the rustling of some bit of parchment and she kind of again is just like damn it looks around for a bit longer just says, ah, screw it and gets a bit of charcoal from the uh the little small fort she'd been working on and she begins to write on the parchment um Brings it over. It's a bit crude, but it, it basically ends up saying, um, I know a love, uh, swear by Seto that I will use all the gold or all the platinum given to me to make an offering worthy of her. She scribbles her name at the bottom. It seems it's a little bit smudged because the charcoal is kind of falling apart. Um, but she goes over. Uh, finds herself a candle, gets it over the forge, sort of starts to drip, gets a dollop down there, and she just kind of, like, punches her fist down onto it. 
elegant. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I see? Can I see it? She extends her hand. Oh, it's all yours. Hang on to that until you get the uh, get the piece done. It's about as good as I can get. I don't usually do contracts. I don't even know how they're written or worded, but I swear on me shop's name that you'll have something long before the week's out. Okay. Um, just because Kasuma's a little paranoid, she's just going to take a quick glance over the paper to make sure there's no hidden thieves can't. <laughs> make, a, make an investigation check. <laughs> okay. Investigation. It's a five. Looks legit. Oh, God. Do you, you want me to look over this? Because I have, in my time, signed a couple of contracts with some other farms. <clears throat> you can. Just, you know, it's just a lot of money to just leave. It is. I, I think I trust her. That's the, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking over the contract. She hands it to him. This is unlike any contract you have ever seen. It literally just says that she swears by Seto she will use every bit to make the offering. That's all. I have one alteration request, actually. What might that be? Do you specifically say you're making this for us and then put our names? Uh, I need your names. Uh, and she kind of like brushes her hands off grabs another piece of dirty charcoal, looks around, doesn't have any more parchment. She just looks at the table and just, what are your names? <laughs> so she, Kazumi gives her her name um, and spells it for her. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be a pain, but I've had my name tainted many times in the past. I'd rather it not continue to happen. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Have trust issues. Understandable. Intel. <laughs> right. So, just your name then. Uh, no, Pez, since you're going to be an equal party in this. Yep. All right. Kasumi and Pez, weird couple. But who am I to judge? Friends. And she just smiles. <laughs> All right. Were we going to include the others, or, or just just us? Um, this contract of her just saying she's going to make something, I don't think we need their names. Okay. It'd be different if they were contributing gold, too. That is fair. I, I am actually getting unencumbered from all this that I'm giving her. <laughs> I have told you years ago to disable coin weight. I know. <laughs> If they were paying for it, remember us 10 minutes ago. Hey, Kasumi, let me know how much it costs. I remember nothing. Uh, continuing. <laughs> so, yeah, Kasumi just looks it over to make sure that our names are on there. And Okay, Pez, do you think we need anything else on this? No. No, I mean, it, it's all clearly there in the charcoal. Okay. We, we are going to be nearby for the next few days, just doing some woodwork down at that fellow's shop. Oh, Smedley. Mm. Yes. He's a right laugh. 
So yeah, we're working with him for a couple days and stuff for our ship. So we'll just stop in and get little sneak peeks unless you don't want to let us see it until it's finished. Sure, money. You're more than welcome. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, just because I can tell you're the paranoid sort, and you've also told me you're the paranoid sort, I'll be locking huh? the door uh, once you leave, just to make sure that no one else can get in or out. Um, Thank you. Got enough food stored up. I should be good for the next couple of days or so. So uh, you just come and knock in, and uh, I'll make sure it's you. Let you in if you want to take a peek at it. Otherwise, I'll be shutting myself in. I would appreciate that. Thank you. Right um, quite the service. Can I... Um, hold on. I need to do some math here. Uh, where's my calculator? Nope, that's the Windows button. Um. um. I love that your whole camera is taken up by Toothless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That, that was easy math. Um, I would like to leave her with one of my turquoise animal figurines. Oh. Just as a compensation for her time in shutting herself her in. Her tip. Yeah. Oh, well, isn't that cute? Yeah, I mean... I had to put it on a shelf that's uh, not for sale. Yeah. She ah. takes it, looks it over, and she kind of holds on to it for now. So, Pez, if you are okay, I can do 250 if you're okay with the other 250. Platinum? Huh? Yep. Okay. So she starts to rifle in her satchel and slowly but surely count out the coin. Um, Noah goes over and finds herself a, uh, a metal bowl, and as you're counting, she's putting the coins into the, uh, not bowl, crucible, is what I'm looking for. So, uh, it takes you a little bit, but you get the coins counted out. She leaves it on the table, escorts you to the front door, and just says, you know, be a few more days, and once you're gone, you hear the door shut, and you hear the sound of a couple very distinctive latches being shut. Kasumi, remembering that she has the medallion strapped to her chest, she just puts her hands and say, please, don't let anything happen to that money. <laughs> As she's walking away. Okay. And I figure we can go back and let Zong know. Yep. So you step out of the shop, turn to the right, look across the street. And there's Zahn just working diligently away with Smedley. Uh, Brick, I would say roughly about this time you'd be coming through the gates to the... Uh, um, God, I can't even remember the name of that district anymore. The middle district. Where's me map? Hmm. Do I not have it written down anymore? Not the cobblestone, or are we in the cobblestone? Oh, the Grove District. Okay. Right. Yeah, so you're in the Grove District. Um, yeah, so right around the time that they get back and they start bothering Zahn and Smedley with the wood, uh, you come thumping down the path. 
uh, your party's all gathered up and hanging around with Smedley. So, how was the shopping? Or broke. Successful. Um, broke. Well, not quite. He um, commissioned an art piece. Why are you broke? Yes, why are you broke? Well, I'm not personally broke. I'm, I'm not either. I just wanted to say that. How much did you spend <laughs> on this commission? hundred. What was that? hundred. Five hundred silver? No. Gold? I mean, the material is silver colored. Someone's gonna lean on the log. <laughs> Did you spend 500 platinum? Yes. But, listen, okay? He is using the platinum to make the structure, like the sculpture of a kraken. Is it a kraken? That you're going yes, to throw to the bottom of the ocean. Yes. Yeah. You did say you wanted to survive the trip. Yes. Listen. I am calm and collected. Nothing is possible right now. I am in my element. What is your thinking? I don't know why you're pretty bothered. Talk to you in a moment. What? No. I do anything. I don't know why you're getting mad. I didn't spend any of your money. That is half a lifetime's worth of offerings. Yeah, then we should be good. People. We should be good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We don't have to do it ever again. Sod's yep. just gonna lean on this log like, oh my dear sweet Jesus, what the flying fuck? Sinzon, I'm gonna need you to calm down. Okay? Nine. Also, just remember, okay, um, we accidentally upset her the first time we went sailing. Then, once we arrived to where we were, we kind of murdered one of her favorite people. Well, yes, we killed the shit out too. of Shirahama. Who cares? He does. What did you say, Smadley? Well, I just said that that sounds like something that would really piss me off, too. Right. Regardless, she's one person. Who cares? He's a god, a deity. <sighs> I, I think he was talking about Shirahama. Oh, but I specifically remember someone saying that Seto really liked Shirahama. I mean, Seto even brought her back from the ocean when I lost her in it. Seto likes all of Rokasine when we sail the seas and make offering. How does this make any difference? Would they? Would she bring them all back? I don't I know. I think that we was the hippo don't... guy. We don't normally die on the ocean. We die on the land. Why would she bring us back from the land? Then I don't understand why you're being so hostile. Oh my god. Okay. Likes money. We did we did our part and it wasn't your money to begin with because I, I told am, you I didn't need your money. I am <laughs> very happy that you went so extravagant on the offering, but just be uh, Valkyrie. Next time moderation. Why am I the one talking about moderation here? We all know I don't do anything in moderation. I'm starting to wonder why I didn't charge you more, too. 
Because we're broken. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just picturing Kasumi in um. Oh fuck! What's what's that movie? It's like I'm doing my part. Starship Troopers. <laughs> Starship Troopers. So okay, but thank you for taking I... Kev's offering. But next time, please just ask. For the I, love of all that is holy. You need to ask. I can do what I want. You can do whatever oh. you want, but taking advice from somebody who might have a little more expertise in the situation might have been helpful. Just like if we go to. Where, where is it again? Is it we're going after Aslan? Takatari? Yes, that one. If we go to Takatari, I'm not going to walk into every building and think I know everything and just do whatever I want. It makes no sense. I paid for good quality art. That's what I did. Yep. It, it's okay, Zon. We still have our platinum. For now. You're going to take my platinum. Touch my money, I will make you into a statue made of platinum. Good, because I don't want your money. It's, it's fine. Thank you again, Kasumi. I appreciate your hard work and efforts that you put into this. I'm just going to keep working on this wood and distract myself. Has helped too. Yep. Thank you as well, Pez. I appreciate you enabling Kasumi. Yep. <laughs> I'm a good enabler. I don't understand why her. he's getting so mad and she just kind of just scoots up. It's like walks into a jewelry, like a jewelry store. This watch is 300 gold. Let me give you 5,000 for it. <laughs> deal! Uh, uh, yes. so simple deal. <laughs> Haggling. It's not what happened. That was out of character, by the way. <laughs> you sure? Possibly. <laughs> Zon is just gonna keep working on what? Okay. I look at Pe I look at Pez. I'm gonna go test my my new cannon. Do you want to come watch? I didn't yes. get a chance to before we left. Okay. <laughs> and I, I start walking toward outside the city. Okay. So you two head out a decent ways, get away from people. You think? <laughs> what are you doing? Boom! Uh, I'm looking for a tree. There are plenty uh, of trees out and, there. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the range on this thing? What did I write down? Uh. So the range is thirty regular, two hundred maximum. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna get thirty feet away. From a tree, and then I am going to powder cannonball, and I kind of look at Pez. Should I hold it down low by my waist, or should I hike it up on my shoulder? Which would you well, think would be easier to aim? Let's see. Given the barrel size and how many fingers you have, I would probably mm, hold it on your shoulder, All and right. then like brace your back leg, make sure you don't fly off. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Um, and then I'm gonna use, um, I'm gonna, like, kind of tilt my finger by the wick, uh, by the fuse, and tilt it up, and I'm gonna use lightning lure to catch it on fire. <laughs> okay, uh, you 
light the fuse, sparks, fizzles, and there's a short pause after it disappears inside. There is a thunderous explosion. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay. <clears throat> That's fucking really good. I haven't rolled a saving throw that good in a while. Um, math. Uh, 26. 26. Uh, you were prepared for some of the recoil. You weren't prepared for that much recoil. Um, you barely, barely managed to catch the lip. As you're holding it, it shoots out of your left hand and starts flying backwards. Pez, your life flashes before your eyes as you see this metal thing coming towards you. And Brick, you just happen, as it's slipping through your hand, you clamp down and the lip of the top of the barrel catches on the backside of your hand and you stumble backwards to keep from dropping it. Uh, what's the damage on it? Of uh, 3D12, hold on. <laughs> Let's see if the tree survives. <laughs> And what's the roll to hit, by the way? Oh, right. That might be helpful to come first. Uh, what am I? Am I adding anything to this? Uh, no. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. What's the damage? Thirty points of damage. Thirty points of damage. Uh, you were heavily distracted with trying to catch it. That you forgot to watch where you would shot it. Uh, by the time you turn around and look up the tree that you had fired at was a little bit to the left and took a nice chunk out of the side just a big like half circle out of the side of the tree uh and then there was a like a smaller one behind that has just been obliterated it's just a splintered chunk behind where it had gone through before the ball's somewhere that way Want to, huh. want to go follow the the line of destruction? You, did you just tell me to fetch? I, I was I was asking if you wanted to come with. Go yeah. get the cannonball. <laughs> go get the cannonball. I, I can't even carry the cannonball, and don't even think about shoving me down that barrel. Hmm. Well, I am now. <laughs> And I'll go. I'll go start looking for the cannonball. Um, make an uh, investigation check at disadvantage. At disadvantage? at disadvantage with the line of destruction. Can I assist? Regular roll. There you go. Uh, investigation, which I oh, I get a plus four. Cool. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you follow the path of destruction. <laughs> Uh, for a, a good hundred or so feet, and then you have to pass through a bush, and another bush. You kind of lose it for a bit, but as you're looking around, you see a big divot in the ground, you're like, right path, it's here, somewhere. <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, it, it takes you about five to ten minutes to find this thing just trudging through the woods uh but eventually you do find it and it is dented it is no longer spherical oh no it it's to the point where as you pick it up and you heft it 
gonna need to reshape it if you want to use it again. Hmm. I kind of, I kind of just hold it up and look at Pez. That's weird. I thought these things were solid. I thought so too. Tink tink. Does it echo? No, no echo. Oh. Huh. It is solid. I don't know how that works. All right. You hit multiple trees. It's still a solid hunk of metal. <laughs> Have you seen what, what a solid hunk of metal does when it gets fired at a couple hundred feet per second? It deforms when it hits things. Oh. Man. It's, it's, not, it's not like pancaked or anything, but like there's the one side that hit the tree that's kind of smooshed in, and you can tell that where it was spherical, it's kind of like just a little bit oblong like you could probably get the first half of it back in the cannon okay but gotcha. i thought you itself. meant there was like i thought you meant there was like a dent into it no 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 just one once where it was a full sphere it's more flattened on one side and kind of bulged upwards so it would get part way back into the cannon but then would just sort of like boom. gotcha yeah, gotcha, it, gotcha. it doesn't Understood. look like the death star yeah understood yeah hmm. malformed not dented well, I can still throw this at someone's head. True. And we can always make another one. Yeah. All right, let's go back. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to do? No, I'm good. I'm satisfied. Nope. No more chaos? Nope. For now. Okay. Uh, so we should move on before I think of something. <laughs> is is there anything you would like to do within the next few days as the offering is being worked on, as the wood is being worked on? Is there anything that you're looking to do? It's going to be like three or four days before everything is done being crafted. I would say roughly on the second day. Um, uh, what's his face? Um, the little tabaxi. Uh, Sunoda would be done with the iron uh, fittings and would have them brought to Smedley's on the, the uh, during the next day. Um, Zon, between you and Smedley, you're able to get, because Smedley had a bit of a head start on you, he was able to get his done when you were about halfway done with yours and you were kind of getting into the swing of the, uh, the tools and the implements. Uh, so you've got three, maybe four days until those are done and then the rest of the last day to get the iron fittings put on. So anything to be done in those four um, days. I just want to make a note that um, uh, once uh, he drops off the clamps, I, I'll go ahead and pay him ten instead of five uh, for the quick job. Mm. Appreciate it. Thank you, Master Smith. Don't buy my cousins. We're going to miss you. And he kind of looks up at Kasumi, and then he <laughs> just stumps off. I like him. What was that about? What? Dad stopped by his cousin's and he gave me a weird look. Uh, didn't you go by his cousin's bakery shop? Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh. Are all of us here? Or is it just Kasumi? I, I, I mean, would you all have it's, been hanging around Smedley's or would you have the gone? the next day. If we're done at Smedley's, I'm going with everybody else. But if we're not, I'm still at Smedley's. Well, he would have brought the uh, the fittings by on the second day, and you've at least got another day's worth of woodworking to do. So you, at the very least, would be at Smedley's, as far as everyone else. I'll be there. 
I'd be hanging around. around you. Then yeah. So you would have heard this. No, I mean, I'd be at Smedley's. I'm sorry. Right. So there, you would have heard all this. at Smedley's. Oh, oh my bad. Ah. <laughs> we're all just hanging around watching you work because K- Kasumi has gotten uh, gun yeah, so, shy about not being in a group. So, yeah, Kasumi, he's talking about, you know, Fan a man loves a woman. Oh, right. You, yeah. What? I agree. I, well, this reminds me. We might need to bring some snacks. I'm not sure how long we're going to be on the seat. Are you sure you don't want to bring him an offering? <laughs> I, I was thinking about, I was thinking about provisions and all that. Um, but seeing that we have the cart and the magical mm-hmm. door that leads us right back to Ferns, right, we should be okay. Mm-hmm. It's true. Almost forgot about that part. Also, yeah, yeah. have we found a ship? Probably no. want to go do that. Also, you're forgetting that we have, you know, a pantry full of food. Oh, yeah. In the cart. I figured that um, we wouldn't want to go looking for a ship until um, we have everything ready, because it's going to be kind of awkward to be like, hey, can we charge your ship? Sure, when do you need to leave? We don't know. Well, no, so it will take us probably another two days, so if we give him a day to have it ready by, then we have uh. the time ready to be done going. The, uh, so we got two days left on the woodworking, and then how many more days on the jewelry? I think it should go. be done soon. Well, the days. shop's right there, you can go check. Yes, go and go check. Well, so... Out of character, Kasumi would have been making daily check-ins with her. Yes, so and you, she you would can, know. You can see as you go in and check, she was in fact locking the door like she said she would. Uh, you you see the pieces starts out as just kind of a big lump of material, and each day you go in, there's less and less of her stuff kind of crowded around. She's made more and more space for this, and you can definitely tell that she's been putting every bit of her effort into it. It'll be done soon. It, it's looking quite nice. Oh, that is good. Three days. Um, hmm? What's this? Yes, Pez? We're, we're going to Romana, right? No. Aslan. Aslan. I'm looking at the map. Where the hell is that? So Other Romana, side of the continent. Yes, Romana oh. is on the left of the continent. Aslan is on the right of the continent. So we're, are we sailing south of Romana, near that siren's call thing with all the naked women? Preferably not. Would probably want to avoid that part. So you have the we can land in Romana and then walk to Aslan, or we can take the ship all the way around. Because, I mean, uh, the reason why I suggest this, or bring this up, is like, shouldn't we find a ship that usually frequents that area, if not has a crew from that there area? So, like, Let's say they're going home from trading from here to there. We could just say, hey, um, let's hit rad. I don't think the Aslans have a lot of ships, but we could look for one from Takatari. They're right next door. You're also forgetting if we have to find a ship big enough to hold, you know, the behemoth. I'm, I'm pretty so, sure of that a lot. What? Sounds like we should go look for a ship now. Yeah, right. Schmedley. Yeah. 
I am going to go look for a ship momentarily with everybody else. Um, can you hold down the fort while I go do that? So I think I could do that. If you, uh, if you see a good fish sandwich, could you give me one? The fish sandwich, if we've come across fun, sure. I appreciate it. It's getting close to lunchtime. So, do we want to go? Let's let's just let us go talk to the king. Well, do we need to talk to him? Do you want to get a ship that's probably <laughs> going to be best equipped to go do this? Well, see, I had another idea. We could not talk to the king. We could go to the tavern that's over there by the ports and go ask them if they're aware of any, you know, regulars that travel in that area. We could also just skip the king and go straight to the wharf master and see if he's inclined to help us. There you go. So wharf master is in charge of all of the boats coming in and going out. Probably no better than some random schmo at some bar place. Oh, for a second I thought you were going to call the king a random schmo. <laughs> no, I would not do that. Yes, you would. Schmo. Not to his face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you, voice in the sky. Exactly. You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I think you we see have the learned. Money Python God. <laughs> we have learned through our travels that you can you can learn a great deal of information from a tavern. Mm-hmm. But sure, we can go talk to the or what's his face and try to find out if they have any ships. With it. When have we oh. ever learned anything at a tavern, other than you, our name? You almost learned how to have a good time, but yeah, you you learned quite a bit, Brick. But I, do, I do not remember imparting any knowledge into myself. Mm, I don't you know. Also I remember quite us. a bit. Yeah, you had the tavern with all of the pretty ladies and the goblin gentlemen here in mm-hmm. town. They did not seem to like me. Well, we That's also. Met the thieves' guild at a tavern, and found out who the killer was. Yeah, the thieves' guild. Yes. All right, onward, and Kasumi just starts walking. <laughs> okay. So, we, does she know where she's going? <laughs> where are you going? We've been to the docks. We've. Uh, she's going to okay. go near the docks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Unless she gets redirected somewhere. <laughs> it it takes you a bit to get to the docks. It's it's a bit of a trek. Um maybe maybe an hour or so, or not not quite an hour an hour, but uh you you end up getting to the docks and it's it's busy, hustle and bustle. It is around midday, there's ships coming in, ships leaving, things being loaded, offloaded. Um uh, and you said you're looking for the wharf master? And a fish Duh. sandwich. And a fish sandwich. Um, as for the way back. <clears throat> so it, you ask around uh, to some of the people on the port, and they kind of keep directing you further and further up the docks. Uh, but eventually you do see the familiar visage of the um, red-headed, graying dwarf that is uh, Wharfmaster Brim. And he sees you all coming towards him, and he's got what looks like a, a ledger that he's holding on to, and he's counting some crates and he makes a mark and looks up and oh, good day to you Tempest it's been a while how can I help you 
We are uh, looking for a ship. Specifically one that's going to get us as close as possible to Aslan. To Aslan, you say? Oh, and it is... Yeah, I was going to say one big enough that it could carry our house cart. Oh. So you're leaving for good, then? Uh, for the time being, um, we need to save my life. I'll be honest with you, that's about as good of a reason as I've heard in a fortnight. It'd be sad to see yeah. you, you lot in your wagon go. It's been a bit of a staple, uh... I don't know if you've noticed, but quite a bit of people come around just to look at it. But, I think I might know someone. She's uh, an old acquaintance of mine. She's actually in town at the Mo to uh, offload some of her goods, and she should be heading off that way uh, within the next couple days or so. Let me... Uh... Quick question. Since she's a good friend, I assume she's the adventurous type. Well, if you consider shipping and selling liquor adventurous, then yes. Would she be the type brave enough to, uh, after carting us to Aslan, wait in a few days and then carting us to the, um, uh, what's the, what's the name? Bollocks. Uh, the... Tepal Mountains. The Tepetal Mountains. Tepetal, yes. Tepetal Mountains. I am not well, sure she is going to do that. I just ask. Well, I mean, you can ask her yourself. I do know that her usual shipping routes take her at least to Romana. I would be shocked if she didn't go to Aslan now and then, but uh, that, that would be a question for her. Um, might take me a bit to find her. She's uh, She was out for a time... Running from Barabaldor back round down to here, so she's been on the sea for a bit. Probably gonna want to rest her legs for a while. Tell you what, if I can find her, want me to have her meet you somewheres? Zakaj um, would be decent, probably. Yes. In the next few days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Later in the evening, so that we are not currently working on stuff for Zakat. Understandable. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can find her. What's the Wharfmaster's uh, name again? Sorry. Uh, Wharfmaster Brim. B-R-I-M. Oh, uh, any recommendations for a good fish sandwich? Oh, um, I know a good spot. And he kind of like <laughs> waves you over. Um, you, you go down a little ways and you see that there's a, uh, there's a, a structure that looks like a normal sort of taverny restaurant but there's uh, the wall that's facing the docks itself has a flip out kind of awning window kind of deal. And uh, there's a few workers, uh, dock workers that will come up and kind of shout something through the window. And a few minutes later, money trades hands, the food comes out. Uh, you're able to get yourself a, a decent uh, fish sandwich on rye. White. Appreciate it. How, how much? For, oh, for the sandwich is about five copper. I'll take two. And get rid of the copper. I'll take two as well. Why hunger? I, I was going to feed one to break to see if he lacks it. Does not like the fish. Oh. 
There's just a get one. splotch of mushy fish on the ground now. You would never last on the sea. Gross. I was going to get one, but I didn't want to get yelled at for spending money again. She just looks away. <laughs> that is a smart assumption. There is some saltiness in the air. <laughs> the sea! <laughs> it's not just the ocean. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you... Head back to Smedley's, bring him the sandwich which he thanks you for. Uh, after taking a quick break, start working again towards the evening. Once Smedley kind of starts to wind down and get a little bit tired, uh, he waves you off. You head back up to the to your wagon, and as you get there, um, there is someone sitting on the front porch, which uh, with what looks like a fairly sizable tankard in their hands. Are they of the male or female persuasion? Quick glance, it looks like a female with long hair, pretty round face. What race? Make a perception check. Unless you're getting like right up in her face to... What are you? <laughs> perception. I see nothing. Where the hell is... Oh, Brick is still one. having flashbacks of that terrible fish he just ate. <laughs> 17. 17? Uh, she's quite short in stature, um, and you kind of shift to the side. You don't see pointy ears. Possibly a dwarf, or a really, really short human. Greetings. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by the small people shooting the fifty caliber. Yeah. I should be doing something else. <laughs> uh, if you want to know what we're talking about, join the Discord. So, um, as you greet uh, greet her, she kind of looks up and holding her tangles. She kind of sways a little bit. Oh, I, you're the ones what own this fantastical thing. Yep. Yes. yes. Well, watch them, mateys. Named Celia Tide. Heard you, uh, uh, C-E-L-I-A for Celia. And Tide is T-Y-D-E. Why the Y? Why the Y to you? C-E-L-I-A? Yes. So I heard from... The old man, strong arm, you're looking for a ship to get you at least to Romana. Yep. Aslan, preferably, but Romana, if unable. Hmm. She kind of, like, takes one attempt, then a second attempt to kind of lean forward and get on her feet. Um, She's got kind of rough and tumble clothing, leather armor, um... It definitely doesn't look the cleanest, but it's also not, like, ratty or torn. Uh, she looks a little bit disheveled, definitely uh, familiar with the sea. Uh, red hair and kind of a messy sort of tied up behind her, uh, behind and over her shoulder. Um, she's fairly cute. Um, she's definitely wobbling. You can, from the smell that she's been... This probably isn't her first tanker that she's had to drink so far today. I um, trust her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Down boy, you already have a girlfriend. <laughs> I said trust. 
Well, I we all know what that really know means. What I mean about all that, but Taslan. Yeah, which yes. which parts are you are you looking to to get on off to? Uh, well, specifically, we have to head inland, but the closest point would be Chichimek. Chichimek, have you been drinking? Is that no. how you say the name? Also, I can't get drunk. I'm so sorry for your loss. She just <laughs> takes a big drink of hers. And she, like, kind of wobbles for a minute and lets out a really nice belch. Um, nice. That was impressive. Cheers to you on that one. Chichimek. I think is the one you're talking about. And no, I don't usually go that far out. Uh, closest I'll probably end up getting is Chalco. That's the place what does all the trade anyway. I so could technically go to Colatel, but it's a bit of a wasted trip if I can just make one stop sooner. Close is as good as anything else. Or so, better. He said you had something special to come along. Yes, You're sitting it's in front of it. Yes, God. Oh, this bloody thing! Yeah, and then the, the young lady that pulls it as well. Young lady? Oh, creature. Yes, we have a large parasol that pulls it. Oh, so not an actual lady. I was going to say, I <sighs> want to see her. She sounds strong. I mean, you'll, you'll see her eventually. If you accept our... Uh, Yes. Well, so. I'm assuming you've got ways to. She kind of like looks at the wheel and kind of gives it like a. She goes to like kind of tap the wheel with her foot and she just whiffs entirely. <laughs> you've got a place, reason, way to keep it from rolling. Yep. Yes, that's such a I've been backing on. It is almost complete. A few more days. Well, good. We'd like to. It'll take me a. Little bit more time to restock and get my crew back sorted. They're all having fun without me. That doesn't sound like fun. You seem to be having a good time, though. Well, I was. But yesterday I drunk them all under the table and got all their gold, so <laughs> I'm missing out on that tonight. We, well, we happen to have something that's extra fun if you would like to join us for a game of Jug Roulette. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Kasumi look more afraid for the jug to be mentioned. <laughs> Rick, it would be preferable if our escort would not be dead. You're a cleric, she'll be fine. Unchase her. Anyways. Ship. Ship. Yes, I have one. And the cart and the, uh, oh. the uh, pull of that be a problem fitting on this ship. No, we can probably keep it on top of the deck. Just fine. I think. Works for us. How much would this uh, cost us? Um, how many heads are you? I only have 
one head. Four You're is. looking at it. This is all of us. Four of us, a couple of animals. <laughs> a very large animal, so... <clears throat> How many of us do you see, out of curiosity? Yep. <laughs> Good number. I'm honestly trying to find my notes on... Uh, Fish. <laughs> travel. Deleted it like a genius that I am. And that's not good. Not very good. Well, it's if the principle of the thing. Me memory and me math's correct. We're probably looking about a little over a month being out on the water. Oh, jeez. And that's just <laughs> to get. Well, no, that's if we were to go straight to to Chalco. <clears throat> Getting to Romana might be about 30 days. Maybe mm. less if we got good wind on us. Well, was everything, we are, <laughs> with everything that some of us are getting, that's probably going to maybe happen. Well, yes. between the areas, some big beastie, you say, and this. Contraption. Yes. Say about 150 gold a day. <clears throat> 150 gold a day? Day? There's lots of you. We gotta feed you. Feed your beastie. We will um, feed ourselves. You don't have to feed us. Yeah, food, food is of no consequence. Yes. Well, maybe maybe it's a, it's a beastie, but... No, we'll, we'll be fine with her. You don't eat food. Uh -huh. No, the we cart, don't. Not for you. The, the cart is our stock of food. The cart is stock of food. Yeah. <laughs> With your awesome. food stock cart, she kind of tilts her head back, and you can see she's trying to get the very, very last out of her tankard. How can... much do you like the alcohols? It's me fourth one. What if I could give you a bag that never ended in payment? What kind of alcohol? There are many kinds of alcohols that come out of this. I don't do it's none sort of, of them random. Fancy smancy drinks. Just give me ale and I'm I'm fine. We could give her the barrel. Barrel. She kind of gives one real <laughs> solid hiccup. Barrel? Yes. Go on, Brick. The barrel. Uh, I believe it's dwarven ale, and I'll I'll walk over and like lift it off the cart and like take her cup and eat just like a little bit and hand it back to her. I'll be the judge of this. She tilts back, takes a sip. She like pulls it down and just starts like coughing. It's just. <coughs> That's ale. Yeah. Is that not what you wanted? Oh. No, it's just strong enough to knock the socks off an arse. An arse. A horse. Yeah, we, we, we like strong stuff, and I don't know what a horse is. I'm of Rokasin. We do not do the cheap stuff. Or the 
not strong enough. Tell you what. Hmm. You give me that barrel, surprise, surprise your own food. Do 50 gold a day. That is a fair deal. I think that is quite fair. Is everybody yeah. okay with this? I'd be yep. fine with that. Rick? Aye. We will hold the ale until we get on the boat, and then we will transfer the ale to the ship. Good. Brilliant! <laughs> right. So, I'm gonna go find me mates. And she looks like she's she's trying to focus on Yuzon, <laughs> but she is kind of wavering. How long? Till you're ready to get this and use Alia's going. I think two days at the most. Since yeah. it is accurate. Yes. Excellent. Come down, find the red wave when you're ready to go, and we can be prepared to set off the day after, probably. And you said the red, what was that again? The red wave! And she's just like, kind of like, camera couldn't see it, she was raising her hand high and waving. Then we will find it. Good. Um. What's the names? I am Zan. Rick, Zan. Yes. Tiny man. Assume me. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And she just starts to kind of stumble her way very drunkenly down the street back towards you... roughly where the harbor was. Do you need assistance? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you in two days. Okay. I just look at Zahn. You like her, don't you? <laughs> I think she'd probably be fun in a party, but she's no you're on. Fair enough. Well, you haven't seen her fight yet, though. You never know. Yes, but she's... Mm. I like the fluff. Uh, what race is Yafana get? I don't remember. She's just back. I was say, if you don't remember, you don't remember. <laughs> I do. I makes still sense. have the image. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Is there anything else you all would like to do before skipping ahead to the completion of everything? Nope. We can skip ahead if everybody's good. I, I mean, should we just in case, like, if there is a range on the uh, on the magical um, pantry, like, should we stock up just in case? It's not magical. We just stock up a pantry. Like, it's it's well, its own I'm, little pocket dimension, right? If we were to get to like the the, the fern portal. Uh, it would be helpful probably stock before we go as well just to make sure we will be eating for, for 30 days what would happen or how much would 100 gold of um 
stock would get us. Is that is that a lot? Wait, say that again. Um, a hundred gold, gold worth of stocking on food. Mm, that's a lot of food. That would probably yeah. most of that would probably go bad before you could eat it. I think you all have so much money you have lost the um, the idea of how much normal things cost. I just want even numbers. <laughs> 50 to 100 silver would probably perfectly be fine for stocking us and we'd still probably be pretty well off. I oh, by the way, I, just silver. in case it wasn't clear, I delivered the sandwich. I f totally forgot about that. <laughs> I think I mentioned Smedley munching down on it. Possibly. Oh, couldn't remember. So, how about she lets me handle the food part? All right. And leave I leave in today's. And DM, we can skip the just tell me what the food thing costs. I'm realistically. Yeah, you, you do your best to get stuff that will last, uh, you know, hard tack, um, dried meats. Um, Plus, you maybe, don't need anything for me. Maybe getting a few things that are kind of uh, potentially that will spoil, but you do have the ever ice chest that you can put some things into. Um, so you'd probably be able to get like a, a week or two of stuff that would spoil stored away, and then the rest of it you'd be you'd be scraping a bit, but you you definitely would be okay with about um, anywhere from thirty to forty silver, depending on how much of the fresh you wanted to get. Let's do fifty for stuff that won't spoil. Got it. Okay, so about fifty silver. And will that also cover? food for the animals like hay and she said we just uh, have to cover ourselves she's covering the big beastie yeah oh okay okay so as you prepare the last little bit get the food you're going to need at the last minute get the last of the uh, anchors crafted you work with smedley to get the iron fittings put onto it make sure that it fits the cart uh, you go and everything's pretty much prepared to go. Uh, that's where we're going to take a quick little break. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, okay. We're gonna go get drinks, snacks, and all that other stuff. So don't go too terribly far away. We'll be back here in just a little bit to see how things carry on. And we are back. So, when we left off just a few minutes ago, uh, they met with their erstwhile captain, who was very, very drunk. Uh, skipped ahead just a little bit to uh, facilitate the, um, the anchors being made. As you all wake up on the fourth day, with everything being done, everything being prepared, Pez, you... Mm -hmm. Wake up under the table. You smell something foul. Mm. Your first instinct is to look over at Hamburger. But you can see that even he's kind of like wrinkling his nose and kind of looking around. I investigate. How do you investigate? With my super sniffer. It still smells terrible. I hate it. Hamburger, fetch. 
And he's like sort of like excitedly is scrambling out from under the tables, like claws skittering on chair legs as he kind of gets out, like kind of. He kind of turns and he looks towards the top of the, the table where you were sleeping underneath and he kind of starts to growl. I peek at the table. You, you know, kind of cat your way up to the top of the table and you see what looks like a very, very small beholder hovering above the table. What? Uh, sir? Hello? It, it kind of turns to look at you, it's one big eye kind of blinks a few times. The mouth kind of shuts and you see it sort of start to rock a little bit where it's floating. Then it gives one big backwards tilt, opens its mouth and just starts to vomit all over the table. Oh, I walk away slowly. Your first thought is it's throwing up, but it doesn't sound like vomit. It's clinking noises and thumps and thuds, and you begin to notice that items are falling out of its mouth. Coins, gems, all the things that you had found when Kipak had brought you to his place are now falling and scattering on the table, off the table. It's making a racket. Does this wake us up? Make perception checks. Because <clears throat> most of you sleep upstairs. <laughs> or you all sleep upstairs. Uh, 26. 15. Zon, this would wake you up. But I not sleep. Kasumi? You're muted. Alright, D&D Beyond is taking forever. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, you need to dismiss that dice. I literally have not rolled above a five today. I like how you're complaining. Welcome to, one, to my dude. world. I'm like, the one motherfucker who's never going to have any sympathy for you. No pity. <laughs> I am still asleep. <laughs> Zon, you, you wow. hear the noise and you... You, you have a feeling that you know that something is happening. You're not sure what, but it's definitely coming from downstairs. And this isn't the first time that you've been woken up by Pez and or Hamburger. But what you aren't expecting when you come down and get to the top of the switchback staircase, the smell that hits your nose is, yeah. ac- is acrid, sulfurous. And Pez, you... what are you feeding Hamburger? Dear God. <laughs> It's not me. It's the floating meatball. It's a what? He's just rubbing his eyes, waking up. It's a flip. And it is, it is just a constant stream of just... It's spilling off the table onto the floor now. Can Zon walk over, grab it, and put it closer to the floor so that it's, you know, <laughs> making less noise? Uh, you 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 grab it and it is just a stream of coins and things and you kind of shove it near the floor and you're holding it there until something long tries to come out and it kind of like and you have to pull it up a little bit so that whatever is coming out can come out. You are very messy and smelly. 
And I'm going to kill Kipak next time I see him. You, you almost you almost done that little, little dude? <laughs> I sh- I shake him. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it goes on for an uncomfortable amount of time, but eventually the stream starts to slow, and there's kind of a tink, 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 and you just kind of hear it go... Yeah. And then it just vanishes from your hands with a puff of smoke. And you get that really intense, just sulfur, like rotting sea brine smell. And it's, it's acrid. It's not great. But everything uh, that you had earned from uh, Kipak's dungeon is now scattered. <laughs> All over the bottom floor of the wagon. This is something. How are you holding up, Don Zapez? I hate it. Why can I smell? <laughs> I, I kind of feels the same way. <laughs> I just, at this point, I walk downstairs. Hello, all beautiful, beautiful morning. Do you, I hate you, do you right just now. walk straight down and just keep going? No, I, I look at the I look at the pile. I go. I see Kipak has sent us a gift. Yes. Why do you two look disgusted? Because you cannot smell. You miss the floating meatball vomiting. Oh. Did, did the vomiting smell bad, or...? The meatball. Yeah. All of it. It's just... I'm going to install a nose so you can no. experience this. Yes. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm going to make you more humanoid. <laughs> no. No no one wants that. I, I want that. You're no one. <laughs> I'm not going to try. <laughs> kind of want to see this, too. <clears throat> you can shut up. <clears throat> Zimmy is stumbling down the stairs at this point. Her hair is very much frazzled. Like that morning, it's just a, it's the just morning a mess. Frizz. She's, she's just yawning and not really paying attention to you guys. And she does kind of like a straight beeline for the cabinet for her tea weird. She walks over there and and then it, shing 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 shing. <laughs> then it hits her. As what is that smell? <laughs> Why does everyone think it's me? I take dirt naps. I'm clean. You sleep down here. Yes. Was... You also said dirt and clean in the same sentence. Look, dirt is clean. It, it it wasn't me. I swear. It was a floating meatball with the eyes. To be fair, he is correct. It was a tiny beholder. It yeah, vomited that... this. <clears throat> and he just gestures to this. <laughs> just everything. Um... Okay, one second. She turns around and she's gonna go back into the closet door. She's gonna go find a little cleaning. T- <laughs> oh yeah, you guys keep locking Snail in the Nail. pantry. <laughs> she's gonna go yeah. find Snail and she's gonna give him a little bit of water and she's just gonna drop it in the pile. Okay. Hopefully that clears up the smell. Real fast. Damn, well this, this won't eat away anything valuable, will it? Um, 
<laughs> if snail eats the sovereign glue, would the world end? <laughs> oh, God. Snail As every time he moves, the world just... <laughs> I, no, I, I feel like if, if he ate the glue, it would just be like, has anyone seen that video game Katamari? Yeah. It's just... Um... Make an arcana check. Or... Yeah, make an arcana check. Uh, 13. Okay. You haven't seen Snail destroy anything that wasn't dirt and grime or things that were rotten. So, it's probably okay. <clears throat> also, I would like to point out that um, you do have windows. I crack them. I crack them all just open. Because I haven't given you guys like any sort of drawing of what the wagon looks like, just making sure you're aware that you have windows on every just door. Opened. Didn't know they opened. I knew we had windows, just didn't know they... Yeah, yeah, they open. I, I opened. Sumi's walking the smell and just like wafting her tea into her nose. It's <laughs> like, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> I'm going to make some amazing bean juice to help with the smell also. I am getting. Wait, no. We need to. We need to get to the docks. This is the time. True. Hey. I'll. I'll saddle up, Cassie. Thank you, Pez. Do you need any help, or are you all right? I got it. I can't speak okay. with animals. Okay. You. Uh. You can't speak with animals, and you get Cassie ready, and she kind of gets up. Does big stretch from behind ferns and starts thumping around this will be fun i've been sitting around too much ready to go see some things she kind of like almost excited like tippy taps to go over and get in front of the wagon um it's it's actually her excitement is kind of making it difficult to get her uh saddled up and you you try to calm her and it works for a second but then the tail starts to go and then the butt starts to go and it, it's a bit of a, a wrestling match, but you're you're able to get her saddled up. Um, you have the the chalks uh, stored in the container just on the outside, um, and it's a, a bit of a big deal that your wagon home is moving after being in the same place for well over a month or so. Um, the mobile home is finally on the move. You direct Cassie down to the docks. Uh, mm -hmm. Pit stop first. Um, we're going stop. to collect our shrine idol platinum oh. thing. Sorry, Sorry, right. I thought you would have gathered that. Right, so yeah. um, what uh, Nora was able to make was um, it's a, a hefty square base. Uh, there is a spiky razor-shelled uh, dragon turtle uh, that appears to be underneath a ship that it is kind of going for. Mm. So, Jaws. But, yes, but Big Turtle. It's very well done. The detail is at first very impressive, and then you realize, like, these things exist. That's fucking terrifying. Nine, I want to fight one. This mine burns! <laughs> hey, good luck with that. 
can do that, buddy. So you have your offering. You head down to the docks. You find uh, Celia and her ship, the Red Wave. It's fairly easy to find. Um, a lot of the ships here are of the Harpermere make. You you got a few that are from Romana and maybe one that looks sort of rocusing, but it's not quite the same. <clears throat> the Red Wave is uh, very dwarven style. It's a big, bulky ship uh, that looks like it cares a lot more for its use rather than its appearance. Um, it's quite long. It's fairly thick in the middle. Um, and Celia is uh, down by the ramp and she's just kind of hands on her hips. She's a little bit more tidy now. She uh, cleaned herself up a little bit. Her hair is not cr uh, quite so frazzled. And she sees the wagon coming down the way and Cassie pulling it. She begins kind of like flagging you on and motioning with uh, directing Pez on how to get it onto the ship without, you know, tipping off to the side. Right, so you've got these uh, anchor bits, what we're supposed to be using or summit, right? Rick? Mm -hmm. Yes. <clears throat> the anchor bits. On it! And I start uh, installing them. Okay. So, uh, essentially the way that the uh, the anchors were, they're, they're a mixture between like tie-downs and uh, chalks. So, you would set them in place, the wheels kind of go up the ramp a little bit and nestle in, so it kind of has to really try to get out of it. But with the way that the chalks have been designed, they're able to be strapped down. Um, so you park the wagon in a spot where it's easily able to be... Uh, you, you know how like when you see the ships and it's got the, the lattice work kind of covering? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> right on top of there, which really lets you strap it down and make sure that it's not going to move. Straps over the wheels so that they don't rotate. And it, you definitely give it the old uh, tug, tug. That's not going anywhere. <clears throat> Just slap. That's not going anywhere. Yep. Who can fit so many adventures in this cart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. We forgot to do something. And Kasumi's going to run inside the cart. She's going to go to the door. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn it to Fern's place. Mm -hmm. She's just going to stick her head through and be like, by the way, Fern, we're leaving. No one stole the cart. We'll miss you. Ta-ta. And then she just leaves. <laughs> it's really weird that you said that you stuck your head through the door and your door opened back there. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, spooky. Um... You, you hear a little bit of a rattling. Um, there's quite a bit of commotion. Uh, it seems that this is one of the days that the cafe itself is open. Uh, you hear a shot back. Safe travels. Don't forget to pop in and say hello now and then. I'm sure you'll be bored to tears on the ocean. <laughs> you didn't hear this. <laughs> uh, so, the wagon gets tied down. Uh, Cassie is led down below decks, uh, and you all can see as you get down there that the, the ship is literally meant to ship and move alcohol and liquids. There are barrels upon barrels upon barrels of wine, 
uh, whiskey, ale, beer, all down below decks. Um, Rick, Rick there... walks over the, to the wagon. Oh, yeah. Takes the barrel out. Puts it down. This is yours. Well, if you're going to be just um, setting it around, why don't you bring it up to me quarters there? All right. So there's quite a few uh, workers on the ship. With a ship this size, you need... There's 50 to 60 workers on this ship, all doing things, uh, running around, working the sails, working the rigging, uh, making sure things are secured. Um, soon enough, everything seems to be ready to get underway. Uh, down below decks, there's a space where um, some of the barrels have been kind of shoved closer together to give Cassie a place to lay down and be safe without, you know, tumbling over the side. Um, what is everyone's passive perception? 19. I think mine's uh, the highest. It is 14. not the highest. 16. Kasumi? You gotta get her glasses. Holy. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're highest in the other campaign. <laughs> Wrong character. Yep. Um, True. That's why anytime something needs to be noticed, I'm just like, Olmec. <laughs> um, 13. 13. Okay. Um, good to know. I don't like that you said that. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, as you were all getting prepared, the last few things are getting squared away, tied off, start to shove yourselves away from the dock. Uh, there's plenty of uh, working hands. It doesn't seem like your assistance is really necessary like it was in the Harper's Fury. Mm -hmm. um, Pez and Zahn, I need you to, to make perception checks. I can do that. I'm going to roll physically. Okay. Glad I rolled physically. Uh, 19 plus 6 is 15. 19 plus 6? Yes, 25. <laughs> Zon? 15 plus 9, so 24. Okay. As the ship begins to shove off, as, as I was saying before, you had drawn a little bit of a crowd with the wagon. Um, Emma's there... Grant and Enna have shown up to wave you off. The king is weirdly absent. Uh, the queen is not present. Uh, as you move further and further down the harbor, uh, you can see uh, Otis is there, and he lifts a hand as he sees the wagon and kind of waves. Um, Fern, maybe five seconds later, is behind Otis and he comes sprinting up and he's got something in his hand and you see him kind of like hunker down and pull and a firework goes shooting off into the sky and erupts in three bursts making big booms and you see Otis just slowly turn to look at him and Fern is just laughing his ass <laughs> off <clears throat> um, Zahn and Pez mm -hmm. as you are scanning the crowd for familiar faces and friends that you are leaving behind. There's a purple cloak 
that you have seen once before. It's this purple cloak. Should remind somebody of a meteor for some strange reason. You see the shape. You take a second look. And by the time you look again, the cloaked figure is gone. You see Zantepez? I did. It was purple. Probably keep an eye out for something on this trip. What do you think what? that something might be? Oh, uh, we we saw something purple in the crowd, but like like it's still there. Do we need to go back? No, 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 nine, no, no, nine. no. Yeah, we are, we are going. Thing purple or some person purple? It is a person in a cloak that reminds me of the gentleman that fire media does. Oh, that guy, the one I scared away with my spell. That one. Yeah. <clears throat> Gave him nightmares, made him go crying back to his master. Yes. Very possibly. Don't know if we should be saying that out loud, but yes. Yep. I mean, everybody has nightmares. True. I'm now scared. I don't. I don't sleep. You've had nightmares. You remember when you were scribbling all over Drawing the walls? Drawing on the walls, you madman. Oh yeah. It took so long to clean <laughs> the walls. Yes, I've had one true. nightmare. Yes, and how did you enjoy it? I mean, you saw the aftermath. Exactly. In fact, <laughs> as far as Brick goes, he's had one dream, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like dreaming. It's scary. Well, yeah, you don't like dreaming. No, well, we're on the ship now, so... Yep, should be good. Unless a freaking dragon turtle comes and destroys us. Oh yeah, we should do something about that. And I take out five platinum and throw it over the edge. There's his offering. Kasumi. Yeah. It'll be time to offer something here in a moment. Yes, but we probably do want to wait for deep water because. Well. After seeing Brick, chuck his coins off the side, it starts a ripple effect of all the workers seeing the shining coins and hearing the splashing, they all reach into uh, a similar looking pouch at their side. They take a single coin, flick it off into the water and seem to kind of look up into the sky and then they get right back to work. <clears throat> Zahn's going to pull up. Sorry, go ahead. Might need help lifting it. I'm not super strong. I got you. How big is it? I've Oh, I missed that part. It's a full. It's not like a little dinky statue. It's a like the base is about yay big. The turtles about here, and there's a ship above it. Like they gave her a lot of fucking material to work. All right, I I hefted it up. Strato, hope you enjoy. Yeah. Well, no, the first one was like a. <laughs> I you and all the guys went, yay! Yeah, you, you 
chuck it over the side and you see a bunch of people kind of turn to look at you. Huh? <laughs> Go right on Do back you want to good work. weather or not? <laughs> Son's going to pull out. You, you say that and all of them are already going back to work and one guy goes, eh. Chucks another coin into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Zahn's going to take all of his toe gold and throw it in. Mm, toe gold. Forgot about the toe gold. <laughs> toe gold. <laughs> all right. With your offerings given, which one of you would like to roll? And because of the rolls, oh. if there's multiple people that want to roll this, I think there needs to be a bit of a competition to see who gets it. Okay. Someone rolled last time. <laughs> so what are we? What are we doing? You can you can roll off. You can boulder parchment shears. However oh, you fuck. want to determine. Let's do the... boulder parchment shears. No, too late. too late. You've already started rolling dice. <laughs> I already got two. I rolled a fourteen. Yeah, it's fuck. Fifteen. Fifteen. You penis. <laughs> okay. Um, back for beating me in one in perception, you shit. <laughs> I will let you roll two d20s and you pick which one you want to use. Higher so is Pez not necessarily one. better. So Pez rolls one, I roll one. I was going to have you roll both, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to roll one each. Okay. Of course. What'd you get? That was a natural 20. I got oh, a two. <laughs> So, uh, oh no! It could be either or. And higher does not necessarily mean better. Should I flip but a coin? Is lower. So. I'm gonna flip a coin. So, this the squid is tails. Uh, Wait, tails what is, what? is the twenty. <laughs> okay. Thanks for determining that beforehand. All right, it's a two. Okay, it's a two. There you go. We're going with the two. The question <laughs> is: Is that the second idea he came up with? Or the nineteenth idea. Well, okay. Better tune in to find out. So, uh, you spend the first day sailing out in across the ocean or across the um, the Whispering Sea. Your travel is quite a bit slower than when you are on the Harper's Fury. Um, the red wave is much larger, much heavier. Um, The day goes by without relative incident. You start to kind of see how the days were going to go with the crew, they, how their routines work, where you can sit, where you can stay out of the way. Uh, of course, you've got the wagon to stay in if you want to really be out of the way. But if you wanted to be out on the deck and um, actually speaking of, we need some uh, music change, don't we? Oh, while all this is going on, Zod needs to attune to his new weapons. Oh, plenty of time to do that. Um, the first day goes, as I said, without much incident. Uh, the night comes along. Are you, any of you, taking watch? Are you staying in the wagon? I mean, I, I can take watch every now and then. I sure. assume the guy in the crow's nest is crowing it up. You do realize you're fully behind your microphone, right? Yeah. Okay. Just, just <laughs> and the rest of the room is just a blurry blob. Yeah. We can occasionally see Toothless on your microphone. Yeah, he, right there. <sighs> Zumi will occasionally go out on the deck and find a spot a little bit out of the way to quietly meditate. 
Okay. Kind of enjoy like the cool breeze and just have some quiet time. Zahn's good. Zahn, the first night, she's just going to ponder. All right. Could, could, uh, you find anything out about Valkyrie yet? Kind of let me know whenever. Please. Not tonight, but as as Brick is getting ready to power down uh, or go stationary for his rest, he's just going to, like, the last thought to himself is like, it'd be really funny if I did this in random spots where the crew could find me. <laughs> uh, Kasumi, your meditations, was that in the evening, during the day? Preferably during the day, because in the evening she does prefer to be in the cart okay all right so i i i, I couldn't I, I rolled two natural ones at the same time we're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> or we're gonna live one or the other <laughs> i just i can't <laughs> you should give yourself advantage on both of those dice <laughs> a two and a three <laughs> guys i i don't know what to tell Better you than one okay don't worry <laughs> he's not your friend uh so the night goes on the next day comes you've got the feeling that this is going to be a fairly long 30 days um the seas so far have been relatively calm the wind is favorable uh you are having to occasionally tack just a little bit to keep making forward progress another day goes by another another anything you all would like to do oh i every every single night i brick finds a new spot where he's like not hidden, but no one will see him until like the last minute is like, like round a corner or something to power down. So that way, anytime he's powered down, people will just be like walking or anyone who's walking around doing guard shifts. And I just like walks around. And go, so I, I should, I should explain that the, the top part of the deck is very bland. The biggest thing there is the mast and your wagon. Everything else Oh no, is... he's like down in like right. where the crew quarters and everything would and be. And that's that's just why I'm saying that there there's not a whole lot up on the top decks apart from the just regular running of the ship. Everything else is going to be down uh, below. So I'm assuming as you've just confirmed yes. that you're hiding around <laughs> down there. Um okay. Um Brick make a perception check. Okay. 13. 13. As you are being goofy and silly and squirreling yourself away, um, one of the nights that you are in your inactive state, because you are, you're able to still see and hear. You I'm just... able, I'm fully aware. I just okay. have to be like stationary. <clears throat> you hear a few uh, from the night watch at the end of their shift coming down and getting some drinks uh, and you hear them whispering back and forth, almost afraid to really say anything too loud. 
sort of the the sense of afraid to jinx it in a way. You're, no, I swear, I saw something way off in the distance. You just got into the captain's grog again, didn't you? It's like, no, I swear, I saw something come down from the sky way off in the distance. You hear the other one say, you just saw a shooting star, you idiot. It ain't nothing. No, it was way bigger than that. Really bright, too. Now come no one else went and saw it then. Well, I don't know. They were distracted or just not looking in the right direction. Nah, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Get some rest. Uh, Your eyes are clearly fucking on you. That is computer board. Uh, um, hearing this, I'm going to come out of my state because <laughs> I, I figure I'll be able to finish it later. Poke my head around the corner. Do I see who's talking? Uh, there's a f- few of the ship hands that you've kind of seen. Haven't really bothered introducing yourself. There's just too many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just two of them? There's three of them. Three. I don't even, um, if, I don't sneak or anything. I just walk straight up. Who saw what? Oh, Jesus! Oh, me damn heart. You see the the one is, like, clutching his chest. He's an older gentleman. He's kind of got the, um, completely bald on top, but it's, like, on the back and sides, it's real kind of long and scraggly and just kind of gross. He's like, oh, Damn third time this thing's giving me a bloody heart attack and it hasn't even moved how far this. And Sorry. You... It's kind of funny, though. <laughs> um, you see the other, uh, one of the other, the, the younger one kind of looks up at you and goes, Sorry, what, what, what were you, you saying, sir? Somebody saw something. Well, I, that was me, but no one bloody believes me. I do. Show me. Where? Which way? Show you? Well, blimey, this was the other day. What direction of the sh- from the ship? Port, starboard, bow? Well, I believe I saw it off to the north. The uh, port side. Would you say Where? towards Rokasine? I mean, if you're saying that north is Rokasine and East be Romana, sure. I mean, we ain't anywhere close to seeing landfall for. I'm asking general direction. Now. Would you? Do you think it was based off of your knowledge of the uh, of where we are? Do you think it would be somewhere in the ocean, somewhere on land to the north, or? Me friend, we're we're days away from land at this point. No one's always gonna be able to see something. Landing on the ground from here. Like, if so you, you were think, to go oh. up to the top of the deck and look around, there is water as far as the eye can see. Got it. I, I... You're a few days into your travel at this point already. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, oh, so you think it was, it was pretty close to us then, at the time? All things considered, I didn't see anything hit, but it looked big, whatever it was. What, a few hundred yards? More? Not to toot me own horn or anything. You hear the two of the, the other two kind of groan and, like, get up and walk away. Me eyesight's better than yours and you're just jealous. Well, I don't know. I'd say it's a couple miles out. Four, maybe five. 
Noted. Thank you. I'm going to go find Zahn. Oh. Did have any... Oh, uh, he stops and turns. Did he have any certain shape? Uh, I don't know. It was something bright falling in the night sky. It just came in. Except without the... I didn't see anything hit. That's why they it. keep saying it was a shooting star summit. Appreciate the info. And I'm going to go find Zahn. You, as you go and turn and walk away, he goes, At least someone believes me! <laughs> um, I'm going to go find Zahn, I assume, in the cart somewhere. Uh, what asleep. time is it? It's middle of the night. Yeah, cart asleep. On one yeah. of the chairs. In the very I'm, front of him. Come, I come in, find him asleep. Wake up! Mm. Mm. What? We might have something interesting. Not sure if it's good or bad yet. What? Uh -huh. What time is it? Is it morning already? It's the middle of the night. You you lean up from where you were sleeping and you look at the windows of the cart. It's still pitch black. Okay, so... I'm very happy you have shared this information with me, but um, what are we going to do about the middle of the night? Well, I figure if it's shiny, it'll show up better in the middle of the night, so I'm going to come see if you see if anything's following us. Well, uh, okay. I mean, let's, let's, let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. As long as we make it quick. Zahn's gonna stand up, staying quiet because Pezzes and the hamburger are probably in this room as well. Well, as quiet as could be. Where where were you sleeping? On the chairs, the very front of the car, like the big bay window. Oh, in the in the bay window. Got it. In the little reading nook. Got it. Okay. Cool. All right. So yeah, I was. Brick's gonna start with. Zon and Toe walk up to the back of the ship and kind of like look off and Brick's looking too but is, do you see anything? He said it was probably four or five miles behind us when it dropped. I just want to make it, sure if it was something that's not following us. And it happened tonight? Uh, happened a couple of days ago but knowing our luck, if it's something that's probably following us. DM Zon's gonna look off as hard as he can blinking to just kind of make perception checks him. at disadvantage no you whore <laughs> it's the middle of the night none of you have uh, dark yeah. vision okay well the first one was a 19 the second one was a 17 uh oh. 27 mm-hmm we're going got 11 11 you look out you see stars Pretty night. The waves are real dark. There's water. Yep. Alright, break go inside. I'm going to try something silly. Alright. In my defense, knowing our luck, I wanted to be safer than sorrier. It's fine not to fake up Pez. Okay. 
I go back in the cart and finish powering down. Okay. Zahn, what are you doing? Um, checking something real quick. Da, da, da. <clears throat> Zahn is going to take one of the black pearls he's got in his bag. Okay. He heft it in his hand. And throw it in the water. And then just sit for a second. Seto. I realize it is the middle of the night. This is something we should be worried about. If you even catch a man, so. And he's just gonna sit there for a while, just see if anything happens over the next. 30 minutes. Okay. You sit there for a time. You wait. And you listen. You begin to doze off and you kind of feel your head bobbing as you're fighting to keep staying awake. Good sleep. You don't seem to get a response. But enjoy the pearl to sleep. So I was just gonna go back and crawl into his chair and sleep. <laughs> okay. The night continues onward. Day comes. Another day goes. Rick can often be, at this point, be found on the back of the ship, just looking behind, just like wonder what that was. I mean, do you want me to, like, tie a rope around your waist and you just jump in since you don't need to breathe? Uh, that would be a very bad idea. I don't think you could hold me back up. I wouldn't hold you back up. The, the, the boat would just drag you. That would not be a very fun... <laughs> <laughs> that would not be a very fun trip for me. No, I lies. No, we should... It's a great idea, Pez. We should do this. <laughs> I, I don't think uh, they want to throw a... Th an extra anchor off the side of the boat. Oh, is that cowardice I hear, Brick? You're not that heavy. Logic. Mm. Logic dictates that if you are strong and brave, you'll come out in any challenge on top. Logic also dictates that if you're a fucking moron, you're a fucking moron. Language. <gasps> Brick, you are grounded for a day. You're not he's, my real dad. He's been hanging around the sailors <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> two days if whatever this was that fell out of the sky that you say that came out of the sky I wasn't here because my computer died um <laughs> this thing would have either A already made its presence known to us or B already attacked us and we all would have been dead or three A, B, three yeah three A, B, uh, three <laughs> It's probably another deity that may have met its dia dead. Mas. Oh, if that's. Uh, he has a point. That that. Does anyone want to check? I um... will go inside. Well, no one's gonna answer you at the moment. No offense. Ouch. 
Damn. You were lucky I rolled a two. I was about to push your bitch ass off the boat. Damn, Brick. <laughs> Zonit's going to go inside anyways out of spite at this point. So fucking rude. Holy fuck, mate. Okay. That's worse than power word kill. <laughs> Power word shatter fucking heart. Oh my god. <laughs> too soon, man. Too soon. Zana's going inside the cart and locking the fucking door. Oh. No, because Zumi's going to try to go in. I don't know. That door is fucking locked. I have spare keys. Don't worry. You could just climb up to the roof and go to the tower. <sighs> Zana's going into the library and he's going to try to pray to Kadal. <laughs> fucking dick. Okay. What do you say? Light incense. Hey, Kadal. You're still alive, right? You know, it wasn't you plummeting from the sky. Dead. You know, not alive anymore. Yeah, is you still alive? I will not admit Pritika's right. <laughs> <laughs> you you sit for a time praying and beseeching Kadal feels wrong. It it's not something you're used to doing. Uh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, it it doesn't feel right. It feels very clunky, um, awkward, and you you don't think you feel any sort of response to your question. Well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> This Valkyrie, when you need her. I need someone else to make another d20 roll for me. Both Taz and I rolled one of you two. No, Taz and I rolled one of you two. It's Kasumi or Brick. You guys have rolled. Those other two have rolled already. All right. Dude, I haven't rolled above a five today. Don't make me do it. Remember what he said. Doesn't high doesn't That's not much better. That's a ten. Ten. Right in the middle. That ain't bad. It's a 50-50 shot at that point. Okay. The next day passes. Going on into the evening. Wait, I thought Kasumi was going to do something. Oh, were you? Uh, she she was. Well, since she got locked out. I, the I will toss you up onto the roof. You can go through the no. tower. No, she remembered that she is wearing a certain medallion very close to her heart at the moment, so she just kind of puts her hands over the medallion and meditates for a second to see if she can sense any type of warmth or presence from the medallion. Okay, you, you find yourself a nice, quietish part of the ship, um, out of the way from trampling feet. You sit with your uh, in your meditative stance, hand on your chest where the medallion is. And you, you give a, a quick 
silent prayer into Shenshei, and you do feel a bit of warmth from your fingers through the cloth. You get a sense of relief. There is something there. That's all she wanted to do. Okay. So, the next day comes along, and you begin to hear excited shouts and calls. Those of you who have any interest, uh, kind of follow the voices and the looks and the stares. There's a few of the sailors leaning off to the side and pointing. You see another ship coming towards you from the other direction. Uh, you hear a scramble of uh, movement as the sailors on your vessel are raising the sails after you hear a call from uh, Celia to um, basically halt their advance. And 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour go by as the other ship slows its approach and kind of comes up alongside. It's much, much smaller. Um, but there's a another dwarf gentleman standing on the side, big wide grin, and you hear him call out, Celia, it's been a while. Didn't think I'd be catching you out in the middle of the ocean. That's few and far between for any ship, to be honest. And you see Celia come thumping up. She goes, Ah, Rag, it's good to see ya. Clasps his hand from across the way as a gangplank is lowered down. And he hops aboard. He goes, So, where are you headed this time around? They just begin having a back and forth, sharing stories and all, and just kind of generally catching up. Uh, seems fairly benign. Some of the other sailors are kind of tossing insults back and forth at each other, making fun of their hair or how small their ship is, and like, oh, you're overcompensating with yours kind of deal. Um, <laughs> things are going fairly well. They seem to know each other. Mm, there's a thump. Mm. Not a good kind of thump. You see a lot of worried faces as the ship's which on a fairly calm sea bump into each other. And one of the walkway planks clatters down and falls in between with a heavy splash. You see everyone stop and listen. You see the other ship begin to list away from yours. You hear shouts and cries, swords being drawn. Few brave people are going to look over to the side you hear shouts and replies what is it i don't know something's big down there and then you hear a thunderous crash that's also somehow muffled from the other vessel and you hear more screams and cries from below decks something about water was rushing in save yourselves save the cargo they begin rushing up from the bottom of the ship is beginning to list and starts to sink to the side. You see something large and purple reach over the side. A giant tentacle slaps down over the other ship. A third, a fourth, and then you see a large hand, purple and clawed, land on the deck, claws digging in, the wood is splintering, and it grabs hold, and it begins to pull the ship 
wrong way round, down deeper yes, and deeper. Yep. Look at Kasumi. Really? Oh. <laughs> what? The sailors Don't are beginning. Don't be concerned about that. They're trying to jump ship. They're trying to get over to yours. There's already some that are in the water begging for ropes, begging for ladders. There is overall chaos. Celia seems to be frozen, trying to figure out what to do. Rag is there as well, and he doesn't seem to know what to do. He's watching his vessel be pulled sideways. And eventually, Rag finally snaps out of it. He begins shouting orders. Get the lines down. Get the ropes. Get them out of the water. Celia! And he's like grabs her by the shoulders and shakes her. Get us underway. And she finally seems that command snaps her out of her fugue. And she gets back and she starts shouting. Get the ropes down. Life vest. Save as many as you can. Get those bloody fucking sails down into the wind. And you all hear a deep rumbling roar from underneath as the ship begins to sink further and further under the waves. You're not sure if it's a creature, the wood bending and breaking. All so, you know is... Mm-hmm. Sorry, keep going. I'll ask in a second. You just know that there was a large hand, tentacles, and as the ship begins to rotate back over and goes completely bottom side, you see a large, long hole has been broken in the bottom of the ship, and it is going under. And within the span of about five minutes this large ship that sailed up is now completely submerged any of you that are anywhere near the edge if you are brave enough hell yeah make a perception check for me all right Uh, and our ship has not been attacked correct yes that we know of not the only sensation you have felt so far was when the first ship was shoved into the side of yours um Would I have been able to get up into the crow's nest, like the highest point of the ship, to make my perception check? The crow's nest is quite high for a vessel this big. Uh, The center mast is very, very tall. I would say that you could be on your way up, but uh, as far as having gotten up there in time, probably not quite yet. But if you want to start making your way up there, you can. Yes, please. Okay. Fourteen. Uh, 14. Pez, I would say that if you want to look while you're climbing, you can make your perception at disadvantage as you're looking and climbing. Was it just brick that was at the side? I was, well, it's 25. 25? 16 plus. 21. 21. Pez? 16. Oh, wow. Nice. 16. Um, Brick, you, you are doing your best trying to get a look but there's a lot of motion there's people that are uh kind of jostling you out of the way trying to get the people out of the water um as you are trying to climb while other people are trying to work they're climbing up the um they're uh climbing up the rigging they're climbing up the ladder trying to get to unfurl the sails to get them down and you are thankfully small enough that as they're coming by you're able to kind of swing yourself out to the side and not be in their way but it's hindering your ability to uh ability to really look um zan and kasumi you are smaller you're nimbler able to get there and look off to the side um you see a large dark shadow around the remnants of the ship that you can just barely still see underneath 
and eventually it sinks completely out of the way. Uh, a lot of the water is being churned by the other sailors that are swimming and trying or struggling to stay afloat. Um, but with your both of your roles, the shape that you see is unlike anything that you have read about. It is unlike anything you have ever seen before. You haven't even seen these in fantasy novels or anything of the like. At first you see what looks like the shadows of tentacles. But then you distinctly see arms. Something that looks like a head. There are tentacles coming off of the head. And it is big. And once the ship that had been sunk slips out of view, that shape disappears. As, as a note, I anyone in range, I'm using telekinetic shove to pull them toward the boat to make it easier. Shove to get them further in the water. <laughs> go, be bait. Go, go, go. Snackerfice, snackerfice. <laughs> um, there, there's quite a few that are still out there. Um, Pez, as you get to yes. the top, make another perception check for me. Disadvantage or regular? Uh, regular. Because you do that, still have that. your hat on, correct? Yes, sir. <laughs> sir? <laughs> Um, 19 plus 6, 26. 26, okay. Wait. Um, 25. 25. Wait. Yeah, there okay. you go. Sir, <laughs> decide. Um, Brick, you are preoccupied trying to help pull um, the other sailors closer to the ship. Um, the three of you, with your perception rolls now, uh, some of the ones that were further out, you see them start to swim, and then... Pull down. Pull down. Mm. Okay. Uh, with with that noted, I shall hurry along. Um, <laughs> yeah, he'll them, be fine. Some of them begin to <laughs> get pulled under the waves. Are any of you doing anything? Yeah, swim. <laughs> I you could swim idea. once. Sumi is going to find their captain or what she's assuming is the captain that got off their ship. Mm -hmm. She's going to bolt up to him. Um, excuse me. Sir. Oi, what? 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 Be quick. Did you not make an offering to Seto? You, you see, he's already pale white. No one's foolish enough to not make an offering to Seto. All of us well, did. Whatever, whatever that thing is, it's not happy with you guys in particular. Ma'am, I've not seen anything like that in all my years. Um, how far away are the sailors who are getting pulled under? Um, 30, 40 feet from the side of the ship. Okay. Brick is going to stop pulling people uh, towards him. Uh, he's going to, uh, he's going to like kind of scoot back till he's like halfway across the boat and go. Crisper just, just murdered the, Crisper oh, murdered the fuck out of you. I saw everybody move. Yeah. 
everybody move. He's going to scream that, and he's just going to sprint towards the side of the boat and take a running dive. He's dead. I got a plan. Okay, you uh. you shout in your metallic voice. People are scurrying around. Kasumi, you hear this. Zon, you hear this. Pez, you hear Brick shouting, and you look down as you see the metal man sprinting towards the edge, and he jumps off the side. What are you doing? Uh, how, how, like, how far am I making? Am I going to make it to them? Uh, what's your strength modifier? Strength modifier is four. Four? Uh... Timmy ran up to the side of the ship. What now? (laughs) (laughs) Concern on her face. (laughs) Um... trying to remember long jump uh if you move at least 10 feet on foot uh cover a number of feet equal to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet on foot um Oh, a number of feet equal to your strength score, not modifier. Got it. So you, I would say you jumped 18. about, yeah, 18, 20 feet off the side of the ship. You're about okay, 10 I'm feet gonna, away from the ones that are being slurped down. I am going to try to misty step the rest of the distance so that Easily I'm landing, enough. like, in the middle of them. Okay. Oh, I got, it doesn't go off. Oh, oh, right. Uh, what level spell is that first? Second. Second. does go off barely all right uh so i missy step to just above them and as i'm falling i take off the ring and i say into the portal and i chuck it to where it's like just uh like half of it will be in the water so that they can swim through it and i grab on and pull myself through um and as I make a separate way for them to get through, it's I'm gonna and I'm going to put the other side right at the bow of the ship. So if it starts moving, it will have distance to travel uh, okay. before it goes off the ship. Uh, so Brick jumps off, <laughs> reappears, throws the ring down, grabs on, slurps himself in. Um, those of you that are still on the ship, you see the other side of the ring open at the front of the ship and just starts gushing water all oh. over the front of the ship just starts seeping down into the bottom uh, it is a torrent of water coming through that that gateway ring uh, brick yes. comes sliding Three through buckets. people begin to <laughs> start slipping through as they get sucked in just by sheer water pressure some of them uh, in a panic they're starting to swim towards it um, the ship is beginning to move some of the sails have been brought down uh, another five 10, 15 sailors make it through. How long does the ring stay open? How long are you leaving it open? Because it's starting to get towards the mast and the center uh, of the ship. I'm, I'm <clears throat> trying to leave it open as long as I can. I, I, I would have done it to where if it, it won't hit the mast, it'll be towards the side. Um, the mast, the wagon, it's, it's getting close to it's, starting to hit some things. Okay, I'm going to leave it open for as long as I can bef- uh, until as many people can get through make a perception check like i'm, I'm looking like yeah, come make on, a perception check well you also guys. went through and you were being pushed around by this torrent of water all right uh 19 19 um 
between the people that are left in the water and the ones that are still getting pulled down and the amount of water that is coming into the ship, there's reaches a point where even uh, Rag is coming up and just like just looking, trying to figure out what to do as the sit the ship is starting to lower. Okay. Um, and once it gets to the mass, I'm just gonna put my hand on it and sadly say the word and. Okay. Those who could I hope be I saved. saved those who could be saved have been saved. Uh, you can hear shouting from below decks. Bilge pump. Get buckets. Uh, start a line uh, you start seeing people they're, they're making a line for bucketing you you hear the grunts and groans of people using a bilge pump down below yes Zon uh, Zon cast control water okay I was about to ask if someone had control water so you water cast control outside water. a boat <laughs> 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 okay the water begins to start gushing through the, the center grates as Buckets are done. The bilgers are pumped. Um, I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, yay. Shit. Ooh, that wasn't all that good, but I do get a d4. Ah, bollocks. 13. Uh, 13. Rick. 1. Oh, no. Okay. I get a 12, and if I fail, I need to know. Because <laughs> I can roll uh, a d4. You need to know. Uh, plus three, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, Kasumi. Ten. Ten. All failures. Uh, Zon, Ten? you... Come on, you're a rogue! <laughs> Roll the two. Um. <laughs> Zon, you are one of the few who managed to catch yourself as the ship underneath your feet lurches to a stop. The rest of you fall prone with all the water that came through the, the gateway ring. You've got a bit of salt in your eyes. You're spluttering a bit. Uh, you are now damp. You all look around, looking for what had assailed the previous ship. Make perception checks. Pez, you, I was going to say, you, you got a little bit rattled up in the crow's nest. You kind of ping-ponged around in it yeah. just a little bit. Um, you you have advantage, Pez, from your height. Sweet. 18. 18, 19. Kasumi? Five. Five. Oh. Pez, get rid of that thing. That was an 18. I was a using one. a new dice. <laughs> oh, jeez. 24. You said that was a natural 20? Yeah, and uh, I rolled an 18 and a 1. So, for advantage, okay. 18, so 24. <clears throat> okay. Um, Pez, you have the best view of this, unfortunately. You look towards the back of the ship, and you see those two large purple hands have grabbed hold of the rear of the ship. And you hear a similar sound as when Brick threw the gateway ring down and the water was rushing in, but... Instead of the water rushing in, the water seems to be rushing off of something. Mm. As the hands grab again, you hear the clunking of claws on wood as whatever this creature is seems to be climbing up from the ocean behind. The first thing that you see, Pez, 
you specifically mm-hmm. see a large crested head, jagged razor-like horns down and back up. You see wiggling tentacles coming from the side of it. A strange face appears, white eyes, a mouth that seems to split much further up along the jawline than any creature should have. It's around this time as the head begins to peer over the back of the ship and the eyes are searching and looking. It pulls itself up further. The hand comes down and crunches into the floor at the back of the ship. Uh, Peers up. And its eyes lock onto one figure. You hear a gurgling, burbling sound as it opens its mouth and water just falls from it. Tentacles begin to creep up over the side as this creature hoists itself up higher and higher. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Seto, save us. Oh. Just so you guys can have some nightmares, I'm going to share what this creature looks like in the... Uh... Yes, please. Oh. I want to see. I'm actually genuinely curious. She's hot. Oh, no, she's hot. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> really goodness. That's so, pretty cool looking. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We will start the next session off with combat to see how this goes. Oh, God. So, if you haven't already, join the Discord. Link's down below. Uh, it's in the chat somewhere. I'll actually pop it in there super quick. Uh, so join us for some regular game shenanigans that are far less terrifying than what they're about to encounter. Uh, and, uh, yeah, anyone have anything wow, else have, they want to, uh... We have two big boss fights two weeks in a row. <laughs> On the bright side, closer <laughs> to level 12. <laughs> <laughs> if we live. <laughs> oh my goodness. I like this critter. He's cool. Yeah, he's definitely cool. Okay. Well, with that being said, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, Have a safe weekend. We will see you probably during the week to do Pez Plays. Uh, Next Friday will be Storm King's Chaos, done by Zeke down yonder way over there. Uh, And then we'll be back. Actually, the next time that we go live, we'll have already had our fifth anniversary of being Fools and Flagons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, be safe. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you the next time we go live. Good night, everybody! Thanks for listening to the Fools and Flagons podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of the Tales of Archeron, you can catch us live on Fridays at twitch.tv forward slash foolsandflagons.